0: I could see be in Lapita Maybe I. You are one with all the butts on your Instagram. You just have to do.
1: A- I, I was just about to do a deep dive on it. I'm gonna pause at the butt, and then I'm gonna yeah. Google Lapita no longer butt. But yeah,
0: then they could deceive you though. It could be a stunt butt, right?
1: Yeah, Marvel has lied before. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Cree and Skrull of all ages, welcome to MCU Beyond Infinity, a show where fellow like-minded Marvelites have assembled to discuss, review, theorize, and wax intellectual over any and all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is John, and I'm thrilled to be joined by my co-host and green speedo-wearing Atlantean brother, Travis a bit of a departure from our normal format where we will be breaking down some of the news that just came out of this year's San Diego Comic-Con. Now, it's been a few years since Marvel Studios took to the now hallowed grounds of Hall H and announced the extensive post-Endgame lineup, which included the newly launched Disney Plus series. And since then... The world has changed wildly. We went through a global pandemic, nearly crippled the film industry, and we started a podcast, overanalyzing the shit out of our beloved Marvel Cinematic Universe to the point where we often say to ourselves, is this too much? Is Marvel focusing on quantity over quality? And are they turning out our once-beloved franchise to merely meet a content for content's sake in a petty crash grab of a move. So uh, earlier this week, Travis, I was telling you before air that I revisited the Godfather films written and directed by famous Marvel uh, fan Francis Ford Coppola. And uh, after tonight's Marvel studio panel at Hall H, a line from the uh, divisive Godfather 3 came to mind when Michael Corleone uh, screamed, Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. And Travis, (laughs) what the actual fuck? I uh, have been kind of... ah, I mean, we have a Marvel podcast. We scream about it with each other once a week. And I'm very excited about all these things. And I still enjoy the hell out of them. But more often than not lately, you and I have often circled the conversation where are we getting quantity over quality? We kind of want them to slow down. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, before we went on the air, we broke down how there are 17 installments in phase four, which began a year and a half ago. That's insane. They announced all of the phase five lineup, which has uh, 12 films. And then they go as far to tell us stuff that's going to be happening and how they're going to cap off phase six tonight with 11 projects in phase six that's 38 in total over the course of four years between 2021 and 2025 and uh yeah now i'm excited again <laughs> even though it's kind of the it's of counterproductive to, to our previous conversation you know
0: yeah yeah well i guess we're a little hypocritical and that i'm excited for all this stuff but i just won't hope it's better than some of the more recent content It's really mainly the TV shows I think that are slacking a bit. Uh, The movies, uh, some too, but not. It's not as apparent there because they have bigger budgets and they are always going to be the favorite child of the studio.
1: (laughs) They're always going to be the favorite child, but I dated Eternals. It was the first Marvel Cinematic Universe film in a very long time that I actively said, I don't like this.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I don't think that one was like a uh, a scheduling thing. That was just a this shouldn't be made thing. Probably. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you then we got... Them as long as they needed there. And
1: yeah. yeah. And then we got uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, a movie that I think has some of the best individual visuals that any film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe has in a movie whose plot is held together by yeah. shoestring and bubblegum. Um, mm-hmm. That could have used another pass, but they had to get it out. They had to get it out. So we had to get it. Uh, and we got Thor Love and Thunder, a movie that was okay. Um, yes.
0: Yes, it was very much okay. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> had some cool stuff like, like moving forward but yeah I, I don't
1: know I don't know that's what I mean even like their favorite child it's like you know we used to we we didn't get four Marvel movies in one year where they were like oh that was fun it was fine I feel okay like I, I've i always dismissed the idea of the, the superhero fatigue that everyone has always talked about and, and film Twitter loves to kind of make fun of and you know the you know, these are not cinema and I've always defended Man, yeah. Marvel. I've always yeah. defended Marvel. And I've always said, uh, you know, well, each movie does its kind of own, like, you know, mini genre within it. So yeah, they're all part of the same franchise, but the Ant-Man movies are heist movies. And and the Captain America movies are these uh, political thrillers. And they've started recently just feeling like, you know, popcorn movies, even to me, even to me. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and that bums me the fuck out. And then they announce everything that they announced tonight, which we will get into by the end of the show. And I'm instantly perked up again. And and we got a Black Panther 2 trailer that we'll talk about, uh, or Black Panther Wakanda forever trailer that we'll talk about. That has me genuinely excited for a Marvel movie in a way that I haven't been excited for a Marvel movie in a very fucking long time. Very long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the Marvel television, well, the Marvel animation uh panel was yesterday in a Hall H. That was the Friday night panel. And we did get some kind of cool announcements out of that. Uh The one that I'm most excited about is we've known that X-Men 97 mm-hmm. is coming as a continuation from the X-Men animated series, the beloved X-Men animated series that used to air on Fox Kids nearly... 30 years ago which is actually it was 30 years ago it was like 92 when that thing came out which makes me feel old yeah which was 30 years ago um the new series is going to include rogue beast gambit jean gray wolverine storm jubilee and cyclops with magneto now with long hair and a purple suit leading the team and the animation um that was revealed on friday stays very true to the original animated series, but looks a little bit more modern and sleek and, yeah, and kind of yeah, updated.
0: I hope, I hope it's a little bit more fluid because that is one area where the 90s you know, series doesn't hold up. Like, it's very cheap animation. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping it's a slight improvement over that. Uh, you mentioned Magneto in his new perfect costume, which is pretty much his trial of Magneto, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, With now to, the I, big... like, I'm particularly... <laughs> Thrilled with, like, I get this right across looking from a, a story, but not my favorite look for him. I like the helmets.
1: Give me purple helmets or give me death. Like, the uh, the big M on his chest obviously, it stands for Magnet Man. We all know this. Yes, um. yes. Uh,
0: why would you keep wearing your prison issue gear? I know somebody's probably not gonna do the whole trial of Magneto thing. Maybe I don't know. I
1: mean, Uh, we we get characters. Well, some of these characters had appeared on the animated show, but they also gave us a look at some of the, um, I guess we'll call them like X-Men B team that got me almost as excited as seeing the original uh, crew. There was uh, animation, uh, well, concept art rather shown of Cable, Bishop, Forge. Nightcrawler, and fan favorite Morph, who I think yes. st- started in the original series and was killed in the first episode because no yeah, one liked yeah. him for the second episode. Well, or- no,
0: he was he was killed off or he was thought to be dead for most of the series, but there's a subplot about maybe he's still alive and he's being manipulated. I want to think, say, by Mr. Sinister, who is probably going to be a bigger villain in this.
1: Yes. In the original,
0: which I'm down for that. I, uh, I'm down for that too. Yeah.
1: And they showed the villains. We're getting a Hellfire Club. We saw an Emma Frost and a Sebastian Shaw. I think you were the one who noted how it's kind of insane that they haven't updated Emma Frost' uh, appearance very much since yeah. since the original series.
0: Yeah, yeah. Granted, she can wear what she wants, but it's uh, it's children's show for Christ's sake. Uh yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Are you excited for this series?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, the Marvel animated stuff that they uh, showed off at Comic-Con? At, at yes, this is the most anticipated.
1: Uh, this this is tickling a very specific um, subsector of their audience's yeah. nostalgia. Like, yeah. you know, like a very specific group of people between the ages of like 35 and 45, where this was a beloved, beloved show. Especially people exactly our age who were born in like the early to mid 80s who were like between the ages of like five and 12 when this started this for many including myself was kind of my introduction to uh really getting into marvel comics and the x-men particularly at a very strong period in uh, the x-men sales not so much quality <laughs> but but in their sales where the x-men were like the biggest fucking thing on the planet you know
2: Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: what do you think yeah. of Spider-Man freshman year, Travis, an original series streaming in 2024 on Disney Plus? It's going to be out of continuity. Uh that Charlie the Co- big
0: thing because they originally advertised it as being a prequel, or like pre-Civil War MCU with Spider-Man and then they show all these character designs off and it's there's no way that this is fucking in, in continuity. There's like Doc Talk and Harry Osborn, and it would make no sense.
1: <laughs> it would make absolutely Scorpion. no sense. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, Daredevil's in it, right? Charlie Cox is reprising his role as Daredevil on the show. Yeah.
0: Uh, Nico Minoru uh, of The Runaways.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Uh, Amadeus Cho, your favorite Hulk. From My the favorite Irish Hulk? Gen. Yeah. Well, he's
1: totally awesome, so. Uh, yes, he <laughs> <laughs> So I love the homemade suit that they show they show like a lot of the suits and a lot of the concept art and Mm -hmm. this original homemade suit before he got the little you know the web arms and and the onesie is essentially like jeans and Chuck Taylor's but he's using like a camel pack basically filled with web fluid and I think that's a pretty cool update you know on on the whole thing I
0: didn't even notice the camel pack if it looks like a spider then it's a (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah i they look like to have a lot of suits i, I saw the future foundation suit and mm-hmm. his prodigy uh persona i don't i imagine those will be just like Lincoln. you miss it things where he's trying to think of a design for himself. so but yeah yeah
1: and fan favorite villain, uh the speed demon is gonna be part of it. The chiron. I missed him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's in there, my friend. Um <laughs> also, um, I gotta say, like apparently this is almost like I don't wanna call it a what if. We'll talk about what if in like one second, hopefully very briefly. Uh they uh they've said that this is essentially like what if Peter Parker was mentored by Norman Osborne rather than Tony Stark.
0: Yeah, that is kind of a cool uh jumping off point for it uh speaking of what if the other spinoff of what if marvel zombies is going to be rated tv ma for mature
1: yeah and apparently the footage that they showed that which they did show some of was rather graphic it's an animated series
2: Movie
0: but it's going to be to learn that i did not take that footage out i <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, talk about the 2. So they announced what if season 2 mm-hmm. and they announced Marvel Zombies. The the big thing with Marvel Zombies is that the animated series is going to be rated TV-MA and this is coming off the the recent um putting up daredevil and i not daredevil jesus logan and and deadpool on the disney yes. plus streaming service this week so now we know that disney plus can have this adult content on it because of the parental restrictions so they're going to be making essentially like marvel studios and marvel entertainment is going to be making like adult oriented content on their yep. service
0: yep. Opens the door for the Punisher reboot that I know you're
1: fucking dying for. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Or maybe they'll just reboot uh, Moon Knight and do it proper this time. Now that they can.
0: Oh, Oh, yeah. That (laughs) wouldn't be the worst idea if the next season of that was
1: TVMA. Yeah. Yeah. uh, They didn't release anything from What If or Marvel Zombies. Um officially they did screen some stuff for the audience apparently they Mm -hmm. screened an entire episode of what if season two where it was what if captain carter had to fight the hydra stomper and essentially like that captain carter episode of what if ended with her reuniting with steve Mm -hmm. they like unearth steve out of the ice but it's like oh no he was manipulated in the winter soldier program the same way bucky was and and he's he's a hydra agent now you know what i mean um so it's a yeah. what if of the what if. It's a what if of the what if. And our huge issue with what if was one of the coolest premises to exist in comics is the idea of the else world the mm-hmm. oh, I can tell a really good Batman or a good Superman or a good Spider Man story out of continuity and not have to be bogged down with years and years of stuff? I could just say, What if Spider Man did X, Y, and Z rather than A, B, and C? Instead, they just took different characters and did A, B, and C with a different like character yeah. bend to it. And yeah. I thought that kind of like defeated the purpose and the big kind of payoff of that of that entire conceit you know mm-hmm. what i mean
0: yeah there were two good episodes in that kind of were better than the rest uh, at least. party thor uh no no the uh <laughs> i know you'll be surprised but it was actually the yellow Jack episodes uh, yes yeah very good. yes and uh and then the doctor one is decent.
1: Yeah, I liked the Party Thor episode. (laughs) I I had a lot of fun when we were doing our What If miniseries because um, neither of us really liked any of it. So we were just kind of using it as a jumping off point to talk about like absolute nonsense. I think it was that Doctor Strange episode where we talked about Abel Ferreira movies for about 45 minutes before Mm -hmm. we actually talked about the actual episode itself. Um, I'm not too excited about either of these uh, as much as I am Spider-Man and X-Men. And the reason I'm excited for Spider-Man and X-Men is because it seems like it's just tickling a very specific nostalgia for a very particular subsect of the audience that I apply to.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see how the animation looks on Spider-Man. The, the, gra- like the actual character designs I'm on the fence with, whether that right could be an the art style in general, but we'll see, we'll see.
1: I think uh, Doc Ock looks really cool. He's very Steve Dicko looking.
0: Oh, yeah. He's got um, yellow boots on. <laughs> I mainly remember uh, Scorpion. He looks kind of good. The I don't like the look of Shocker. I, I think it may be Hammerhead. That, uh, just has some shitty tattoos or not. But...
1: Yeah, he's got a wife beater tank top and some shitty yeah. tattoos on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not through with that, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: animation that i am kind of shocked that i enjoyed so much are these i am groups
0: yes yes i was going to Short. say the same thing like it's better cgi than i was expecting and like this is out of continuity with the MCU, but uh it doesn't matter this is one of my least anticipated things but now i'm looking forward to it a little bit more because what we saw looked kind of good
1: apparently they screened an entire five minute short for the audience and it was like baby Groot taking a bath. And mm-hmm. apparently it was as adorable as that premise sounds. So I'm totally game. And I liked this little trailer with the little like gleep glops, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, worshiping him and eating his, uh, eating his leaf or whatever it is. Um, I was happy to hear that Vin Diesel will be reprising his role for the series as well. Uh,
0: how much did he you can pay for
1: that? <laughs> you don't think he's getting paid for it? He's no, just doing no, it. All how much do you think he's
0: getting paid for that? Surely. Yeah, too
1: right. much. Too much.
0: Probably. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, one thing that I got out of Thor, Love, and Thunder, especially with that Guardians uh, stuff in the beginning, which I think was the weaker point of that film, yes. uh, I miss Big Boy Groot very much. And I hope mm-hmm. he comes back sooner than later because. Yeah, I mean, I've probably sent it to you a million times, the Vin Diesel in the recording booth on stilks, like doing the I Am group voice. And, I didn't, uh, the,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that you've sent me that at all. Cause I don't remember any stilks, so...
1: Oh, yeah, he walked into the recording studio on Stilks and they all thought he was insane and they asked why well, he, he did is it. Insane, he, but he is insane, but he's like, It's the only way I could imagine getting into the mindset of a seven foot tall or a 10 foot tall tree person. And they're like, Yeah, we're not going to argue with that. And then he yeah. sat there and did all the dialogue. But like, I'll never forget being a kid and watching. So, like being a rather dorky kid who watched like behind the scenes i remember seeing like a making of this movie called the iron giant that I, I had heard about and was excited to go see in theaters and knowing that there was this man whose name was vin diesel and seeing him in the recording booth doing the like Superman, man and he had like oakley sunglasses on and like a tank top and just looked like vin diesel and just thinking like That guy's going to be something, right? Like, that that's Mm -hmm. something else. That guy's not of this planet, right? He's not from this world. And and I like that he's kind of, like, returning to that with the Groot thing. I just think it's kind of counterproductive to pay an actor the amount of money that they probably had to pay Vin Diesel to do all of this when they're just kind of pitching his voice up at the end of the day. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It, like, well, defeats I'm the I'm sure they could
0: probably get what they needed from old audio they already have recorded, but maybe he just has to sign off on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: uh, yeah, the just, only other uh, Marvel animation that we got was, like, this first look at a Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur Disney Channel show. I don't know if you, mean, you even watched it. I missed that one. It's very Disney Channel original series.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that will be fine for the people that it is intended for. Oh,
1: uh... yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of talk throughout the past week. Um, YouTuber like Grace Randall and a lot of media outlets like Variety mm-hmm. were kind of going off about how Henry Cavill was 100% going to show up <laughs> for the DC Warner Brothers film panel today. Yes.
0: yes.
1: That was the big rumor that like felt like it was confirmed. Uh Friend of the podcast, Tony Crespo of uh, the Flop Busters uh, YouTube channel. Definitely go check those guys out. He even like had it on a video yesterday about how he excited he was that we were going to be getting actual Superman news today, right?
0: Oh man, that's so disappointing for them. Yeah, uh, like, I, I sometimes Tony, we love you, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel bad for people. Because uh,
1: I want there to be a good Superman movie with Henry yes. Cavill in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's got one in him, I think, but
1: he does. Yeah. We haven't gotten it yet. We've gotten a <laughs> couple really weird Superman movies with uh-huh. Henry Cavill in them that are like very strange little movies. And again, something I like to say: it's okay to like a movie. It's okay if you like of Man of Steel. I will convince you otherwise if you spend more I than like ten the minutes with me. of it, which.
0: Kind of as a nice segue into the Black Panther, that makes sense <laughs> of a Snyder film, except it has color and it takes out like, the good bits of Snyder where the action's cool.
1: It does, and and the the tone with a certain sense of levity that is kind of essential to these stories. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not even like jokey levity, just like a certain lightheartedness that like has to be there when you're telling a story about big muscly people in capes and tights, <laughs> punching things like you have to have a certain sense of fun about it. Um, this black Adam trailer was really cool. We got a better look at the justice society. There's a really fucking cool shot of uh, black Adam punching Hawkman. That.
0: Yes, yes, there is. Oh boy. Does this feel like a typical rock movie to you?
1: Not really, and I watch a lot yeah. of rock movies. Um,
0: That's what I was thinking. Like Whenever they cast him, I thought, oh, well, they're just going to make a rock movie named Black Adam. And it doesn't really feel like that, which is a nice surprise.
1: You know what it feels like more to me if I was going to compare it to any rock movie and you're going to laugh? It reminds me of The Scorpion King, kind of. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Not like in a bad way.
0: No. Well, there's like a scene.
1: No dodgy CGI. There's like a scene where like, you know, the rock's probably going to ride a camel. Uh, (laughs) There's like a scene Mm -hmm. where like he's like buried up to his neck in sand. That reminds me of the Scorpion King. It's just like this fantasy adventure thing about like ancient artifacts and stuff. And it's like just the rock being the rock in it where, and I mean, I'm not knocking it. I I think this movie's going to be cool. It's got characters. I really like in it. Like I love Dr. Fate and I think uh, casting Pierce Bronson as Dr. Fate is kind of like the most inspired casting in a very long time. in any of these movies, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it doesn't look like the typical Jungle Cruise, San Andreas, Rampage, you know, movies with The Rock being The Rock yeah. kind of thing. Doing the um, rock
0: stuff,
1: yeah. Doing yeah. rock stuff, yeah. Um, the other big DC trailer that we got today was Shazam! Fury of the Gods. This is the first trailer we've gotten, right? Uh, yes, yes
0: it is. Uh, Helen Mirror is, I guess, going to be playing the villain along with Lucy Liu. I, yes. I do wonder if the director was like, poking the bear before like the, the continuity people, the ones that get bent out of shape out of uh, Marvel movies referencing Star Wars when there are Star Wars actors in Marvel movies. Yeah. By, are uh, you
1: talking about Helen Mirren be- being referenced in a Fast and the Furious yes, joke in this movie? Yes,
0: I am. I am.
1: That got me very excited.
0: I knew. Um, I knew that you would enjoy that. And I, <laughs> I, I think it was just made for you. And I, I those to th- enjoy it as well, but
1: yes. This movie is made for us, Travis. <laughs> We're both like the biggest fans of the first Shazam movie. That's a, I a colorful movie colorful I know. It
0: is. That's <sighs> kind of what I think of when I think of DC is more colorful heroes. And uh, yeah.
1: It's so funny.
0: and good of heart, I guess. It-
1: exactly. Exactly. And It's so fucking weird how that like dichotomy in like the film conversation has changed with fans and Mm -hmm. the whole, you know, DC is dark and gritty and blah, blah, blah. And then Marvel's like the the, like Marvel baby stuff when it was always kind of like the opposite in the comic book world where like Marvel was the kind of grittier realer stuff. And DC was always the kind of more fabled kind of colorful shit.
0: With a lot of people
1: uh yeah and mm -hmm. i think having shazam black adam and then aquaman 2 kind of all coming back one after the other after the other is going to be a kind of good look for dc i think that's something that i don't like the schneider movies but the whole like gods and men and monsters and and Mm -hmm. all that stuff uh that they really wanted to instill in the audience from the beginning, but they never really executed very well minus wonder woman, um, where these are just like straight up, like mythological stories about Kings and kingdoms and gods and men. And the Shazam trailer has a very similar tone to the first one with the, I'm trying to balance being a little boy and a superhero at the same time. Cause like Billy Batson's the ultimate, like, dream for a little kid like who's like the kamala khan's of the world who are daydreaming of being superheroes like what if you touched a fucking stick and turned into superman you know um and the kind of wraparound of the trailer is him talking to like his guidance counselor or pediatrician that was the Mm -hmm. bit You know, like it's like a therapy couch. Um, just talking about how he's like a little kid and he's like not meant for this, you know. And it's cool. Like there's a great shot of him throwing a bus at a dragon and and just saying out loud, like "Holy shit! I just threw a bus at a dragon. My life is awesome." And you nailed Shazam in that one little sequence.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I also really like Lucy lou and Helen Mirren.
0: I haven't seen Lucy Lou in a movie movie in a while. Or neither have I. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean she's kind of like unfuck with the bull from Kill Bill, in my opinion. She gets like a get out of jail for life yeah, card, yeah. you know. Cause she's so fucking good in that movie. Um other cool movie stuff, like we were talking before, there's a John Wick chapter four trailer that came out that
0: yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that one because the John Wick movies have gotten better with each one for me personally, because like the first one is dumb and a very cool action clip that took a lot of its visual influences from a Korean film called The Man from Nowhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great film there too. But like with each one, they got progressively more violent and they stayed pretty much just as dumb throughout. And by the end, that, that third one, it was on par violence wise. Some of the foreign films that I enjoyed watching because of how violent they are. Yeah,
1: uh, That influenced it as well. Mm -hmm. and there's a real like again like hong kong films and and korean movies like you just spoke about like man from nowhere there was also that other one with the cop who was chasing the pedophile um no 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 we all really liked it and magnet put it out and you're gonna tell me the name of it It's about a guy who was, like, for the Korean CIA, Travis, who was, like, kid got killed by this, like, child serial killer and got away with it. And then he quit the CIA.
0: It ends without an actual answer, right?
2: Yes. Uh, What is the...
0: Uh, Oh, God. King. Oh, Oh God. I know the actor that's in it and everything. But, yeah. That's a true story. And they finally found the guy that did that crime in real life. But... When it was after the Statue of Limitations ran out, so he died.
1: Away. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm dying because I, I can't remember the freaking, it's called I Saw the Devil is the name of the movie oh, I'm thinking
0: oh, right, of. No, 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 that's a different one that I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of, uh, oh, God, one where it someone's kid. Yes, yes, Memories of Murder is the one I was thinking of.
2: Yeah, when you yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: when I you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you google world.
1: Korean action movies about revenge, thousands of movies pop up. <laughs>
0: yes, it's thing. a very popular subgenre there.
1: I see that. I see that. Um but again, like John Wick takes a lot of like that kind of filmmaking and brings it to American movies, which I always mm-hmm. really appreciate. Uh it's kind of like the reigning king of the action franchise as well in terms of uh stunt choreography for American cinema. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned how dumb they are. I love the John Wick mythos. <laughs> I love that there's secret hotels for serial killers and everything. They have their own currency and they have their yeah. own code of honor.
0: I like it as well. I just... With the, I mentioned it because I don't hear people mentioning it about the first one. It's, yeah, it's an amazing movie. And then they don't ever really say, it's silly, though, right? This fucking blood-thirsty <laughs> murderer would be that mad over a dog that he had just died.
1: And know. we get a friend of the podcast, Larry Fishburn, as like the hobo king, the Bowery king. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh,
1: amazing, amazing. Uh, uh, other friend of the podcast, Jason Manzukis, as uh, Mr. TikTok or the TikTok man or whatever with the TikTok mm-hmm. Mr. Wick. And, yes,
0: yes. and then we get I, Donnie Yen and uh, Hiroyuki Sonata, who's an actor that I really like and who's popped up in a lot of American films over the years. Uh, and Stars Guard. No, yeah. No, no specific.
2: <laughs>
1: yes. Um, Who played uh, Crow in The Eternals. Right? Was that Bill? No. I
0: don't think <laughs> Fuck. So I don't think he was in there. I don't think he
1: was in there. I'm getting my scars guards fucked up. And you know what's funny? I almost sent it to you today. Uh, Sean Baker, director of like the Florida Project and Red mm-hmm. Rocket. He posted on Twitter or on, on Instagram how he got this movie that features an early Stellan Skarsgård. It's called uh, Hungry Young Woman. And the only way he could buy it was having to buy it from a porno DVD site. That's where it was sent. <laughs>
0: I bet he gets naked in that
1: one. I bet he does. Uh, I guarantee it's got a naked lady on the cover. and no, it's, uh, okay, so it's, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The tagline is you won't believe your eyes, dot, 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 or your mouth, exclamation point. Um, <laughs> rated 103%. The most luscious bevy of bouncing nymphs I've ever seen. Adult Power Magazine. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> A growing girl has to eat. I have no idea what this movie is. Stellan Skarsgård is a goddamn saint. I like mm-hmm. his whole family. I'm excited for Donnie Yen. And who's the other? Um, uh, Hiro
0: Yuki Sonata. He was in The Last Samurai. He's, yes. He's been in a lot. So he's in uh, Endgame. He's the person that Hawkeye murders at the beginning. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Pops up. But Donnie Yen's kind of like the reigning champion of like martial
0: arts. It's hong kong like, martial art movies uh yeah yeah i i can't think of anyone else that
1: did the crossover that, who like oh, did yeah, the crossover
0: yeah yeah well it's still like getting fairly steady work i guess in america
1: yeah i mean he, he can't like headline a film the way like no. a jet lee or jackie chan could back in the day but also like those movies don't sell like they used to when like rush hour two came out no. um it was very funny today. You sent us that video of the Corridor crew doing uh, the Stuntmen React from the podcast mm-hmm. Corridor crew uh, doing an oddly specific uh, episode today for stuff that Travis and I really like. Having a guy who did choreography for – Jackie Chan on the show and um seeing fucking enemy of the podcast, Brett Ratner directing uh Jackie Chan, because I always forget Brett Ratner made those fucking rush hour movies, but that sequence yeah, where he Jackie like runs rush, off the yeah. side of the bus. Oh yes,
2: man. Yes.
0: yes. Uh, that was a pretty really good corridor through video for me. I uh that that opening scene of the uh the vehicles racing down the hillside through the uh the little village and the place where it was one of my most memorable. <laughs> the thing yeah. I think of most always I think Jackie Chan films. Cause that's just fucking wild.
1: It's wild.
0: Yeah. Ruck and I had never seen,
1: like- <laughs> have you ever seen that hacky sack movie that he was in?
0: No, no, I hadn't seen that. Uh, I hadn't seen it because I had, I knew that's what it was about. So I you knew it wasn't typical fighting.
1: As a guy wearing a grateful dead shirt. I have played a lot of hacky sack in my day. Um, I'm excited to check out the Jackie Chan Hacky Sack uh, Magnus Opus, apparently. Mm -hmm. Kind of on the Keanu Reeves front, um, Keanu has been putting out a comic book that he wrote and created for the past couple of years. Yeah, which, yeah, he announced as a... An animated series, and he got like actual Japanese uh cartoonists to make it for him. I, it might be like a Crunchyroll or Adult Swim exclusive or something along oh, those
0: lines. There's, there's a secret there. What's most, that? Most uh, most anime is actually animated in Korea
1: now. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's, I'm curious to know if that's the case
1: here. Oh my god, I'm, I'm looking yeah, it up it's now. A dirty
0: secret, yeah, no. Now, I don't yeah. think it's really that much of a secret,
1: but <laughs> uh, I'm looking up I'm looking it up now. I, I have no idea, but I have been reading that um I have been reading that comic book and it's surprisingly good for something that a uh a movie star wrote. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, a lot of these in Amelia Clark's
0: comic book or uh
1: mom i yeah. bought my mother that comic book uh she liked it
0: okay. i i
1: don't know if she actually read it but she she keeps telling me to buy it for her. um okay. <laughs> I, I think just so she has something to talk to me about uh because she likes We're uh sweet. Daenerys targaryen yeah. um Speaking of celebrities writing comic books and verse VISA, uh, one of the things that was announced during the DC Comics panel today is that Paul Dano will be writing Riddler year one for DC's black label. And that's something that like I'm low key excited about. Um, Mm -hmm. I liked his interpretation as a Riddler. I think it would be fun to explore comic book wise. I'm happy that it's a black label. DC has always done a really good job at not incorporating like, the movie shit into their comic books in a way that Marvel has done a really bad job at doing it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's the cause for concern when you see a radical change in Miss Marvel's powers. Truly, you're just hoping it doesn't influence the comics.
1: Yes. And the Riddler has still very much been the sing-songy, dancey, funny Riddler that we've all known and loved in the comic books and Mm -hmm. has not been the self-serious Zodiac killer that is Paul Dano's Riddler uh, recently. And Batman still looks like Batman. He doesn't look like Rob Pattinson. But DC (laughs) has done a good job at putting off these like, you know, what Marvel should be doing with what if they've been putting out these Elseworlds and these black label books, adapting those kinds of things. And they've been fucking good. Like they've been really cool. Like the writers of uh, of Matt Reeves, the Batman, the guys who helped him out uh they wrote a batman miniseries that name is slipping me for dc's black label that was like an elseworld um that that was very heavily influenced on like ideas that they threw out from the script that they oh, yeah. wanted to incorporate into the comics and that shit was really good we had tony on the show from Flopbusters and and him and i were talking about it a little bit when we were doing our episode on the batman um so I'm excited to see Paul Riddler's rendition of of Paul Riddler, Paul Dano's rendition <laughs> Paul of the Riddler, Riddler yeah. Paul Riddler, Paul, Paul T. Riddler, Riddler yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Travis, exactly, <laughs> Paul Jacob Riddlers, Yeah. so yeah. Paul for the yes. Um, um,
0: you mentioned well, I mentioned a million cards, but that's kind of a nice little segue into our it is Targaryen, uh show that. How did you like that trailer? Is this a show you're interested
1: in? It's a show that I'm going to watch that I'm not interested in. I think that the Targaryens, they're my least favorite family in the Game of Thrones Westeros universe. I would have rather seen a show about the Lannisters infiltrating... The Baratheons by fucking their way to the top and eventually <laughs> killing a Targaryen. I think that would have been a lot more fun. Like I would have liked to have seen like a young Cersei woo a Robert Targaryen, uh, Robert Baratheon. You know what I mean? Or yeah, yeah. I, even give me Dorne. Fucking give me Dorne. You know yeah, what you I get mean? Any Dorn
0: in the fucking the main show hardly. Right? So yeah, that would have been so a we, nice
1: choice. We did see everyone from Dorne naked, which was yeah, nice. yeah.
0: We did that oh that. That's how all we saw of them. Oh, note. yes, <laughs> uh, yeah. I want this show to be good. I, I'm i going to give it a chance. The trailer doesn't blow me away or anything, but I, I wasn't like an early adopter of the original series either, so okay.
1: Uh, I had you know, because like I, uh, I'm a reader of fantasy, uh, especially <laughs> like hard fantasy, such as you know. George R. Martin and things along those lines. Like I like, we'll get into it and we'll talk our little fantasy corner here. I I read a lot of like, I've read everything Tolkien's ever written. That's middle earth related during mm-hmm. COVID because it's like a comfort blanket for me. Cause it's stuff that I've been in since like, I was like into, since I was like a little kid, you know, I've like loved Lord of the Rings since I was a little kid. Yeah. Um And, and, I literally had been thinking about like, what's going to happen to Jon Snow for like 10 years before the show caught up to like when Jon Snow died and <laughs> then they just brought him back from the dead like in the next fucking season, like the first episode first of that episode? season. Yeah. I was so bummed because I was always like, what's going to happen to Jon Snow? You know, and like, literally something that crossed my mind once a day for about 10 years of my life. And I've thought about that guy since I was like a senior in high school. That's when I read the first um, song of Ice and Fire, Game of Thrones book. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show looks to be like a power struggle between the Targaryens. Like, the king died, so, like, his daughter technically should have it, but he, they have a son, so maybe the son should have it because he has a penis, and that's the way the world works.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the son is Doctor Who, right?
0: <laughs> what a twist that would be if he was actually Doctor Who. I and mean, he yeah.
1: Imagine he just pulls out, like, a sonic screwdriver yeah. and turns yeah, into I David Tennant. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: That would be cool. Like Matt Smith doesn't do a good job in the first season and they just like have another actor play <laughs> him in the second season.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I I want this to be good. I uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really much to say about it. Uh,
1: the one uh, that does look good, though, is the Amazon Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power series. Did you watch the new trailer for it, the San Diego Comic-Con trailer? No,
0: I don't know if I did.
1: Oh uh, I've boy, Travis teasers,
0: and I, I've, I've seen a lot of crying online about the show, and just overwhelming negativity.
1: <laughs> I think uh, that's yeah. a small subset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, no, really no, loud. I'm not
0: suggesting that they're being reasonable. It sounds very much like they're not. Uh, but yeah,
1: I will tell you as someone who's read everything that uh, Tolkien has ever written about Middle Earth and um. Enemy of the podcast, Jason Smith of Sinister Cinema Reviews, um, who still has yet to come on the show and defend himself against the allegations that we've made. Um, Check out his YouTube channel. Uh, He's another guy, same as me, who, like, Lord of the Rings does his fucking shit the same way as my fucking shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're both very excited for this. And the uh, trailer ended with an image of the Balrog that just like looked so fucking cool. Like one of the coolest monsters of all time is the Balrog. Its name is the fucking Balrog, which is like about as metal as it can fucking get. Street Fighter Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, well, you want to talk about the Street Fighter 6 panel, (laughs) which which I did watch too.
0: (laughs) I didn't yeah. realize there was one. I, I, oh, yeah, scared. there was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They showed their, um, the original classic skins that they're going to be offering. Uh, so oh. you could play as like classic, uh, Kami if you felt like, um, like it. But I really want to play as Kylie Minogue Kami and they haven't announced that skin yet. So I'll have to wait and just keep playing, uh, Street Fighter V for the time being. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about Lord of the Rings, Ring of Power. The budget is like in fucking sane. It's like, 25 million dollars per oh, wow. episode yeah
0: how many episodes i wonder?
1: i think it's like 12 like I'll the budget all together it's it's half a billion dollars for the first season that's what it cost
0: it better do well for them then <laughs> uh then again this is amazon right they have money this to- is amazon yeah uh the other fantasy series that is probably the least of these uh Is Dungeons and Dragons. They're taking another bite at the apple.
1: Uh, Honor Among Thieves, Travis. Dungeons and Dragons colon Honor Among Thieves. It is the beginning of the new shared extended Dungeons and Dragons universe. (laughs) It was going
0: to be a shared universe thing. Uh
1: I guarantee you that's what Paramount Pictures is fucking trying to do here. That is going to be Paramount Pictures' golden fucking goose um, now that they've made a billion dollars with Top Gun Maverick. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, And they have uh, the Paramount Network and don't make Star Trek movies for some reason. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, Justin Lin just dropped out of fucking the Fast and Furious franchise. Like, let Justin Lin make another Star Trek movie. yeah. you Know what I mean? Um, I think this Dungeons and Dragons movie looks cool. I like this.
0: I, I don't, I probably will not see this, uh, <laughs> it just doesn't. Yeah, like, uh, fantasy is a hard sell for me, not in the sense that I don't like fantasy, but in that I'm very picky about fantasy that I like. Uh, I like it a lot whenever I like it, but it's this felt well, kind of generic for me. I uh, also get. You know, like There was much role-playing going on. There wasn't anyone getting into their characters. They didn't watch, like, critical role or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't
1: know. Uh, um, well, Dungeons & Dragons is having a little bit of resurgence because apparently Stranger Things is the most popular and most watched thing of all my Is that why my time? friend
0: started playing
1: it? No. <laughs> I guarantee that's why your friend started playing it. Yeah. Um, I have not watched stranger things. And every time someone asks me why I always tell them, if you ever met one person who's seen nightmare on Elm street three, the dream warriors a hundred (laughs) times, literally seen it a hundred times, you're probably speaking to them like right now. I've kind of been there, kind of done that. I get it. I see the appeal, like I totally Mm -hmm. get it. But like, I've seen enough Amblin movies and I've, watch yeah
0: yeah, yeah dream I, warriors
1: I, enough to, to to know what this is you know
0: i would actually like to get to the new season because of the nightmare on elm street comparisons. <laughs> however
1: you have to make it through the first two to get there
0: yeah, yeah well three you know yeah and i mean Ugh. yeah yeah like i don't know i don't think it's probably ever gonna happen even though i would like to uh, kind of on
1: the uh the paramount pictures front um There are other big news other than Mm -hmm. um, Dungeons and Dragons colon Honor Amongst Thieves starring Chris Pratt and Michelle Rodriguez is uh, the Star Trek panel where they announced that Picard will officially be ending with uh, season three. Thank God. I am so (laughs) happy that Travis doesn't like Star Trek because otherwise we'd probably do it the way that we do our Star Wars spinoff like the Fed and the Furious. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy because... I have not been more angry watching television and felt like those mean people on the internet than I had watching Picard season 2. That was
0: Oh. Oh, just just second season.
1: No, the first one got me upset, the second one <laughs> got me like angry and saying I'm never going to watch anything Worst Star Trek Discovery? and it's Yeah, you don't get,
0: what I do, right?
1: It's so much worse than Discovery. It's so much worse than Discovery. Um but then they redeemed themselves in amazing fashion with Star Trek Strange New Worlds. And the pilot for that series made me cry. I think I told you that. I might have said it on the air. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah. my housemates walked into the room and they're like, What's going on? I was like, I just watched the new Star Trek. And they're like, and you're crying. And I was like, it did it. And they're like, it did what? I was like, it was a Star Trek. It was just like an okay episode of Star yeah. Trek. They just like made an okay episode of Star Trek that like felt like Star Trek. And they did it, guys. They did it. And they're like, please go to your room. You know, I was like, mission, no, accomplished. No like, yes. mission accomplished. Uh so Strange New Worlds is coming back for a a season two. I'm curious how long they can go because it's um Captain Pike's Enterprise. And literally, the first episode of Star Trek, the original series, before it was Shatner, was Captain Pike like getting killed and turned into like a wheelchair. You know about that?
0: No, no.
1: So, like, before Shatner was on Star Trek, there was like a failed pilot called The Cage. And it was about like the crew going to this planet where these. Aliens with these giant heads because their brains were so big and they spoke Mm -hmm. um, telepathically with one another would like imprison people in like a a zoo of sorts of different races amongst the universe. So they took their captain, Captain Pike, and like left him in this menagerie of sorts. And and he and he got crippled. And then the network didn't like it. They thought it was too fucking weird. They Mm recast Shatner. They did another pilot and then they didn't have a lot of money so they actually recycled the footage from the original pilot to be in continuity with the show the original series and there was an episode where like spock gets some distress signal from a planet and he goes there and they're like spock you're going to be court-martialed if you go there he's like i gotta go there and he beams this guy aboard who's like can't speak he's in a wheelchair he's like a total Mm -hmm. vegetable and he can only like he's got like a thing that beeps and it's like one beep means yes two beeps means no and the whole episode it's actually the first two-parter in star trek history where they um they were basically at like Spock's court martialing hearing, and uh, he's telling the story of Captain Pike, who's now this vegetable person, and why he rescued him. And you know, they they let him off from being court martial and they go about their merry ways, so they've like recycled the footage. So we know that Pike is inevitably going to turn into this wheelchair vegetable monster. Um, and he's the lead of this strange new world show. Um, he was only captain of the Enterprise for three years, so we got ah. 1 year left. <laughs> on you know what I mean? Time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's on borrowed time. Um and there's an animated show called Lower Decks that I do like. It's um kind of like the adult swim version of Star Trek where it's like not about the captain, not about the guy on the bridge. It's about mm. like the janitor, the guy who works in the cafeteria. You know there's like 20,000 people who work on these Starfleet ships and it's about the other people who work there. Mm. Um apparently there's going to be a crossover that's half animated, half live action which I'm curious to see how they pull that off. And then at the end of the panel, they brought William Shatner off and he turned into a crazy old boomer yelling at a cloud and screamed at the audience that Gene Rottenberry creator of star Trek would be turning in his grave. If he saw any of this and then left the stage chanting, fuck star Wars, fuck star Wars, fuck star Wars. And yeah, it was, it was a lot there.
0: Uh, that's very odd. And he was saying fuck Star Wars, not
1: fuck Star Trek. No, he was saying fuck Star Wars. I don't know if he knew what he was talking about. Shatner's like 90. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: I'm curious what he was upset about. But <laughs> there's there's no telling. Uh, yeah,
1: not a lot of presents from Netflix at San Diego Comic-Con this year, but we did get another Sandman panel, which is something that you well, and I, I have been... I wanted
0: to end on that one as far as the unrated stuff. I wanted to do the heavy metal trailer.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot a heavy metal. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then interview with the vampire one.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, heavy metal I... is something I read a lot of as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I have like a fondness for because I, I just, you know, I like uh, <laughs> I like like Frasetta. You know, I like like big, muscly yeah. guys and big, boobed women riding dragons in space i think it's neat but i don't know what it's going to be like and if it doesn't have the budget that it deserves i could just see it uh being no, poorly yeah, serviced yeah. for live action
0: i could see that i uh i've only seen the movie uh way back when i was a kid and uh i remember the little bits and pieces and just the general tone of the thing so i'm was kind of surprised that it's getting you a live action thing uh
1: yeah. Did Ralph Baxey do any of
0: the art for that film? Oh, I'm not sure on that.
1: Eh. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um, And I know you're a fan of those Anne Rice interview with the vampire books, and um, and I like the movie a lot, and I like the Aaliyah movie a little bit less, but I still kind of <laughs> like that movie. It's um, very
0: dumb, and it's not a good adaptation, but it's kind of fun. Like it's yeah. A, they turn your brain
1: off, and yeah. It's a very good, like... Piece of like early two thousands like New Line Dimension error filmmaking, you know what I mean? Like yeah, New yeah. Line and Films if Dimension. You
0: write like, the new metal. The soundtrack is kind of great. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, I think it
1: features a track from Jada Pinkett's uh new metal band. I believe is on that soundtrack.
0: I'm not sure on that. Uh, yeah.
1: Scorched Earth, I believe, were their names,
0: <laughs> 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 uh, which I know off the top of my head. <laughs> Yeah, this trailer didn't look great to me. I uh, hope yeah. that it is better than it looks,
1: but yeah. yeah, It's going to be on AMC, too, which is a network that I, I before we went on, um, kind of said, like, has been on, like, a downhill slump with mm-hmm. its original programming because... I held them in such high regard for a little while in that, call it the prestige TV era, like post Sopranos. Mm -hmm. I still think Mad Men is possibly the best television series of all time. You know, Breaking Bad's up there is like one of the best television series of all time. And then there's The Walking Dead, which was their golden goose Mm -hmm. um, that's still on TV and has not ended and got two more spinoffs announced at San Diego (laughs) Comic-Con. It has two spinoffs on. And I don't know who watches it. Um, Mm -hmm. It's very strange, I would imagine. Yes. And he doesn't understand why anyone thinks it's bad. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) He doesn't get it. That's like his new thing lately has been... Uh, uh, People just like hating things. It's like no people cannot like things, man. It's all right if people disagree with you. And um this looks very much this interview with the vampire looks very much in vain with like recent AMC. um Yeah, well, which is a streaming service I subscribe to, by the way, AMC Plus. It's a banger of a streaming service. The
0: uh I, I know one of the things people are probably going to complain about is the the homosexual content, but those books are super homoerotic.
1: Oh boy, are they ever. Yeah,
0: but here's the thing. I think there may be a bit of a point in that there's like no sex in those books. It's just the gayest context you could ever read, pretty much.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's, yeah.
0: There's, there's no one, no one's interested in sex. It's always about feeding and blood. And, and
1: blood, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But we know what they're really hungry for.
0: Companionship is what they're after in the kind of. Sure. Yeah. Do you know who's
1: directing the first two episodes, by the way? I do not. Alan Taylor, director of Thor The Dark World,
0: oh, uh-huh.
1: wow. who's also directed some really good episodes of Game of Thrones and Mad Men and the Sopranos, but hasn't yes. had much luck. Yeah.
0: Recently. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. He he directed uh, Terminator Sega Genesis, I believe, too. Mm-hmm. I think that was his <laughs> last one. <laughs> Is that the name of that movie? Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. We would
1: say that. Uh- it had a Y in it, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Genesis, yeah, that was it. That was
1: yeah, it. and who's uh, in the cast?
0: Oh, uh, the gray worm from Game of Thrones, and yes, and the only one I recognized.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't really know much about this, or I hope it does well because I hope everything is good, but time will tell. I'm thinking I'm gonna wait. Um,
0: <laughs> yes, the uh, the big thing of the other than John Wick for me was the Sandman trailer, which I the first case they released, like you mentioned before we were on there about how it was pretty just like the first three pages to comics. So that wasn't pretty much to go off of.
1: Not three issues, three pages.
0: <laughs> yeah. I uh watched an interview with uh Neil Gate oh, of the Sandman <laughs> and he uh was breaking down the trailer, this new one, and uh I didn't realize how hands-on he was was with this, but he was talking about how they accomplish certain things, like Lucifer's wings being a combination of practical and CGI. And, uh, yeah, I recognized a lot of stuff from the comics on this one. And um, my only issue is that that's design is a little boring.
1: It's not that John Constantine's a woman now?
0: No, no, don't mind that. No, No, because she's pretty. Well, yeah.
1: (laughs) She's very pretty. (laughs)
0: I uh no, that's not my issue, and I assume it's Joanna Constantine who is in the comics, so it's yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So it's excuse, you get a free pass. You're pretty, and you're from the comics, so
0: yeah, yeah. No, no, just the the death design boring. They should be, could have given her eyeshadow or something to make it just not a person in Street clothes. and I mean the comic isn't much different than that. It, it's this is a yeah. ghost girl, but eye makeup, yeah, there's no eye yeah. makeup.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just dress her up like Robert Smith from The Cure and call it a day. You know what I mean? Just do it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I I was really scared that this television show was going to be so based in reality. Again, the first trailer, like we said, were the first three issues where – there's this cult and they capture the Sandman and they Mm -hmm. go through all of these years, like with him abducted (laughs) and this little dome thing, you know, and that's all they showed. And I thought they were just going to do that. And the serial killer arc and just stuff that took place in the real world. But this trailer, they showed the dreaming, they showed the Sandman's mansion. They Mm -hmm. showed fucking Gregory, the gargoyle. They showed death. They showed Cain and Abel. Um, Really they like went desire. to hell. The, uh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And uh, Gwendolyn Christie, right?
0: Yes, is playing Lucifer.
1: She looks fucking great. The wings mm-hmm. look great. Hell looks good. mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm going to have to read through the series probably one more time <laughs> before this comes out just to. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like he's covering a good amount of
1: it. Yeah, and I've um, I've recently picked up uh, the four like big they're they're mm-hmm. paperbacks but they're like big omnibus oh, style paperbacks yes. yeah of uh of the entire series from my local comic shop androids amazing comics in stateville new york and i've been rereading through it i'm on like issue 40 something now and kind of forgot why everyone calls it the greatest comic book of all time <laughs> because it kind of is it's it's really next level and
0: yeah
1: yeah oh my god and some of the imagery in this trailer straight from the comic like the famous like uh where morpheus is like getting thrown up and he's got his arms tied back mm-hmm. and he's naked and his hair sticking up like yeah, uh, yeah that's
0: it, it's, panel and it's like flipped but
1: Yeah. And it looked really cool. And it looks really cool. And this gave me a little bit more faith in something that I was very nervous about. I don't like Netflix as a company, especially Mm -hmm. as a production company. Um, I feel like they crank out material so quickly with the whole binge watching thing where... Mm -hmm everyone's excited for Ozark and then it comes and it's gone. And then stranger things is here and they forget about what just happened, you know, as opposed to the weeks and weeks of dwelling on how bad things are like we do here on this show with the uh, book of Boba Fett <laughs> and all of our MCU shows. But it, it, the Netflix model kind of turns what could be considered like genuine art sometimes into content for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a fatal flaw of the, um, of the streaming world, like let things breathe, make things feel important, like an adaptation of perhaps the most renowned comic book of all time from a literary stand should feel important. And I really hope that the Sandman does that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it, it is on another tier to the majority of like comic books, in my opinion. I'm yeah. not wrong in yeah, saying yeah. that, right? Well,
0: yeah. Any of the Marvel movies we've watched and reviewed for this show pretty much or, uh on how to here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fact, Except for but... Hawkeye, oddly enough. <laughs> 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 like David Aja and Matt Fraction's Hawkeye is like kind of like the most prestigious thing that we've like discussed since this started, which is like very bizarre to me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um
1: there was some actual comic book news at this comic book convention, which is, is funny, funny, Why would funny.
0: They do that. I, uh... Yeah.
1: And they really glossed it over. Like the big Marvel <laughs> stuff was, um, they're doing a ghostwriter 50th anniversary called vengeance forever. And it's going to have all of the ghostwriters plus some new ones and some big ghostwriter crossover. And I think that's going to be fun. Um, venom has a new design done by brian hitch he's an artist who i really like he was kind of like marvel's like quote-unquote house style for for a long time um he looks like an actual spider which i'll send you privately after this because i think you're going to think it's funny and um they announced some big crossovers coming this um this November, once they finish up with this god awful axe, the Avengers versus <laughs> X Men versus uh, Eternals, which I picked up the uh, the first issue of this week after reading the the prelude the the week prior, because um, mm-hmm. I I hate myself and I just want to like if I'm gonna hate on something, I might as well have the context, you know what I mean? Um, but the the big crossovers. After acts are going to be a Dark Web, which is a Spider-Man-based crossover featuring Venom and the X-Men versus Chasm. Do you know about Chasm, Travis?
0: I do not. Wait, wait, oh, yes, oh. yes. Wait, is it the dark side right now?
1: No, Chasm is an evil version of Ben Riley who's been corrupted by the Goblin Queen.
0: Okay, okay. Well, that is news. Not very exciting. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. You would hate his design. And I think, I know I say this every time there's like another Spider Man suit i always say like that's my favorite spider-man suit you know like in actuality it's a toss-up between the original ben riley scarlet spider and spider-man 2099 those are my favorite spider-man suits and i think that's fair i think ben riley scarlet spider is the best suit and i think 2099 is the best suit, logo but it is still it's so cool, cool. Yeah. dude hoodie with a torn off like <laughs> sleeveless yeah, denim jacket It's so rad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other crossover event, uh, Travis was very happy to hear Jason Aaron's reign over the Avengers will be ending this November with the biggest team up of Avengers members ever in Avengers assemble. This will also be drawn by, by Brian Hitch. Um, the panel for, for Marvel comics ended with a mysterious, uh, jonathan hickman announcement for 2023 yeah no one knows what it means it's cryptic and classic Hick- hickman fashion um
0: did uh did the aaron announcement did that uh say which villains he would be mashing together for the big bad or that crossover
1: it didn't. And by mashing, you mean like literally like taking yeah, action figures and smooshing them yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Ego is a living planet and fucking doom and galactic. all one being somehow. And, and they're a celestial. They're also the sorcerer no. supreme, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does love to do that. I'm excited for Aaron to leave the Avengers and for a new era of Avengers to happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I hope Al Ewing gets to write it. That's my big pick for who should be uh, doing the, the next Avengers. Um, The DC News uh, Gotham City Year One by Tom King with art by Phil Hester. I'm very excited about that. It's going to be in continuity um, story about like the origins of um, Jim Gordon, Mm -hmm. how the Gotham City Police Department got kind of corrupt. A lot of like uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne stuff. They're going to be including in The Origins of Batman for a post um rebirth era, which I think is very fun. And Tom King, that's the guy to do it. You know what I mean, in my opinion. Um, there's gonna be a prequel comic to Gotham Knights, the, the video game, and Greg Capulos doing the covers for it, which yeah. looks fucking cool. I already told you about the uh the Riddler year one, written by uh Paul T. Dano Riddler. And uh, that's going to be a DC black label. And then their big crossover. It's funny because they're in the midst of a crossover right now called Dark Crisis, which I highly recommend. It's very new reader friendly Mm -hmm. and you will get the characters. It's essentially like what if the Justice League just disappeared one day and no one remembered them and you get all of their like kind of sidekicks. So you get like Jonathan Ken and Dick Grayson and Damien and Mm -hmm. the kid Flash and, and, you know, Speedy and and diana or not diana fucking one wonder girl and uh they're trying to figure out what happened to the justice league it's called dark crisis but they're going to be doing something called dark crisis on infinite earths williamson's going to be writing it for uh for seven issues and i think all that looks really cool and then there was this weird like jim lee and friends presents panel that came out uh during the DC panel and it was essentially like celebrating the anniversary of Wildstorm and the imprint of Wildstorm. Oh. Yeah, and then the highlight of that panel was Jim Lee bringing up Mr. Todd McFarlane and Mr. Greg Capullo announcing an all new Batman v Spawn 48 issue like prestigious uh format mm-hmm. uh series um which I'm excited about. I can't get enough of Greg Capullo drawing monsters. And uh, this seems right up my alley. I I did miss some Marvel news too, that like, I think you would really dig. Uh, They had Chris Claremont come up during their panel and they'll be reviving uh, the extreme X-Men, which was like a five issue series that like got canceled like too soon. Mm -hmm. um, After uh, what's his name? Morrison had taken over and they kind of rebranded as the All new X-Men at the time. Uh, or Extreme new X Men, yeah. I, did you ever read Extreme X Men?
0: No, no. I was trying to think. Is that the one where Rogue is wearing like a red costume? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never did read that one.
1: Uh, it's pretty good. I think you might I'll dig right. it. Yeah, it's it's Claremont finishing up his X Men run. Oh, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah, which which is pretty neat. Um, Dark Horse, a lot of Hellboy stuff. Mignola is going to come back to write and help draw something called Hellboy in Love. I still read a lot of Hellboy. I just got Hellboy in the BPRD this week. I just got the adventures of young Hellboy this week. I'm still a fucking sucker for Hellboy. And I like when Mignola comes back and does like in continuity stuff. Um, Independent publishers. IDW has Scott Schneider now for a lot of things. Uh, They just put out the first issue of his like new independent series for IDW. It's about like firefighters. I picked it up today. I haven't read it. I don't know what the deal is, but I think the colors look really good. And again, Scott Schneider, one of the reigning kings of modern comics. He's about as big as you can get. And um, the fun image news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con today is um, Wes Craig is going to be launching uh, a new Deadly spin spinoff series called Kaya. I don't know what that means, but... Daily Class is one of my favorite comics of all time. I recommend right. it to everybody. I think you would love it if you haven't if you haven't read it.
0: I've read some of it. and I watched some of the uh, TV series that was for good.
1: Yeah, was it good?
0: Uh so 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 so. Yeah,
1: it's but a Russo it, brothers joint. It,
0: yeah, it, it had moments that were really cool and the other moments that had me kind of scratching my head a uh, bit.
1: It's uh, like, what if the X-Men were punk rock assassins? Yeah, That's yeah. like Yeah. The premise. Yeah, it's fun. As and
0: funk. Henry Rollins in the show. I, I like
1: that. I always love to see Henry Rollins pop up. I rewatch Heat once a week, and I always perk up when I see Henry Rollins' <laughs> gigantic neck uh, pop up on that yes, yes. <laughs> in that silly movie. And now for the grand finale, Travis. The, the real news. The
0: Marvel news. The uh we'll start with the she-hulk
1: story there which sure
0: had much better cgi this time around uh much more yeah. solid much and, more finished, one might argue
1: <laughs> and not just like finished um cgi and and a, and a better look to it it did a lot of very she hulky things like there's a point in it where mm-hmm. she turns and she talks to the audience and
0: indeed and i uh, it's not even as blatant as like the burn runner in what we saw in the trailer, but there's no telling how much she'll do in the actual show. And how many people will complain that she's ripping off Deadpool.
1: Yep, yep. <laughs> I was, and it's so funny that they're gonna complain that she's ripping off Deadpool when Deadpool is was made to be a ripoff of so many things. Like his he's name is, with-
0: is fucking Slade Wilson, Wade Wilson, yeah, he's he's it's- a blatant
1: Definitely. It's so trans-fucking-parent. It's so trans-fucking-parent. And mm-hmm. uh, and people are going to complain that She-Hulk is addressing the audience in a Deadpool fashion when really She-Hulk's kind of like the OG of that gimmick. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. And also, they're going to complain about her doing well in the training montages, like outshining our main Hulk. Our...
1: Oh, she's cucking him, bro. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They they hate it when that happens, when a, a female hero is shown to be competent
1: and i mean evil. fans just like fans quote quote unquote like marvel fans just like hate what the mcu has done to banner so badly
0: yeah i mean i don't think it's completely without a merit like the argument that we don't have a, a real hulk in like a universe and he's he's dabbing and he's professor Hulk shouldn't be long term
1: yeah and he's also got like erectile dysfunction right isn't that, like, a thing?
0: I, uh, I hadn't heard that.
1: There's, like, a whole part where he's like, come on, buddy, get up, get
0: up, oh, get up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I I missed the subtext with that.
1: Yeah. I have never <laughs> empathized more with
0: uh, uh, Bruce Hulk. Banner
1: than that yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally
0: relatable Hulk, you might call it. Totally him.
1: relatable yeah. Hulk. Totally awesomely relatable Hulk is what I should call it. Disappointing yeah. for some, but... That's the story of my life, you know. Um
0: how to ignite the wrecking crew. And uh
1: I thought they looked cool.
0: I want more than just glowing tools. Like, uh I need silly tossings. Granted, they're giving me a surprise, man. So it's
1: And Titania is like so silly looking. She looks yeah, like Rita Repulsa.
0: Like, generally like the comic version, but she does look very, very silly, so that that's fine.
1: She's uh, got like Madonna metal cone boobs and like
0: Yeah, yeah it, that's what I mean, like it doesn't have to be 100% faithful. It just has to look like something silly and comic booky, and I'll enjoy it a bit more. And and then there's that other person that is wearing a gaudy red and yellow costume there at the very end of this trailer. That
1: What a banger of an ending to this fucking trailer trailer. I remember they
0: gave it away in the trailer, the fucking Daredevil, in a pretty cool looking costume. And yes. I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the red and yellow costume in the comics. <laughs>
1: I'm a huge uh, fan of the red and yellow costume in the comics. I think it looks fucking rad. Um, and I love and and it shouldn't matter because like he can't even see it. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs>
0: like who's yeah. designing
1: his who's, suits for him? You uh, yeah, know? yeah. He's
0: like crazy quilt or something. You just yeah yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: imagine crazy quilt is the one behind it all. Uh. Um yeah daredevil showing up in she hulk that's a banger of an ending um obviously that's the crossover that mm. you want from she hulk because they're both Absolutely. lawyers yeah and and we've been kind of like begging for it since it started mm.
0: um well, more before the she charlie what's that talks, more charlie talks in general as daredevil is great news and getting it so soon uh I really yeah
1: I really like that guy. I really like him as Daredevil. Um, I rewatched Daredevil season three recently and mm-hmm. kind of forgot that that season's kind of a banger and Bullseye rules in it. Um, yeah. He, yeah. He him up. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Have you heard people call phase four the the, the Wong cinematic universe, by the way?
0: <laughs> uh, no, but it kind of fits and they kind of needed to have him or...
1: They need to have an explanation for why Wong and Abomination were hanging out. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, Before the She-Hulk trailer was announced uh, and was shown and they did the She-Hulk panel, uh, Feige mentioned how She-Hulk and Black Panther will officially be the end of Phase um, mm 4, which began with Black Widow. Right? No, it began with WandaVision. I'm losing my mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, the TV show was the kick us off.
1: Yep, and since then, we've gotten 13 installments of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if we're including What If, mm-hmm. um, between the Disney Plus shows and the movies. Uh, by the end of this, with Black Panther and She-Hulk, uh, we will have 15 Installments total seventeen if you're including Baby Groot and well, maybe the
0: holiday also, special. Uh, yeah, yeah, they didn't mention the Halloween uh, special or the the Guardians uh, Christmas special at all during Comic Con, and that's a bit weird. But yeah, so I don't know if they're like out of continuity things. And sure, I'd actually be kind of down with that for the Halloween special if it meant that they'll do. Take some risks
1: with it. I agree. I uh I do have to say that's a lot of projects within a two-year span.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is
1: like that's fucking crazy. There were 18, I think, in the first three phases altogether, and that was like almost 10 years of lead up, and we've gotten pretty much the majority of that within a two-year span. So that's quite a bit. And then they went through the full phase five lineup minus anything Spider-Man related. So let's go through them one by one in their release order. Cause that's kind of how they, they did it at the panel, right? The first thing that we saw was uh, Ant-Man and the Wasps, quantum mania, Ant-Man mm-hmm. three. I'm very happy that Ant-Man's getting a third installment. I kind of think the Ant-Man franchise is the unsung hero of the MCU. And those are low key, like the most charming and rewatchable of them all. There's a wonderful concept art that Marvel officially released by their lead designer, Andy Park, who I'm a big fan of, showcasing. I mean, you said it best. You're like, look at that Kang there, man. Um,
0: <laughs> indeed, indeed. I i am curious to see if they just paint him blue or that's just a blue light on his face in this picture or if it's a face mask. How is he <sighs> going to get this blue look? And it looks like skin. I couldn't see them just painting in blue. Uh, Do you
1: think Ant-Man will corner him in like the Acme chemical plant and kick him in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care
0: how it happens. I do want it to happen, though. Uh,
1: That's what sparks off the whole multiverse saga is his... (laughs) Uh, Also on the poster is a mysterious uh, purple Ant-Man, who I'd have to imagine is going to be Miss Cassie Lang recast from for the third time.
0: Third, Cassie Lang and
2: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Uh, granted, one of them was a very young child, so you had to recast from that, but I kind yeah. of feel bad for the end game girl because they didn't even ask her. So,
1: yeah, apparently they just, like, totally skipped it they're like yeah hey, you only signed one contract we're not coming back to you um so i do I'm like saying. that it's a family affair i think that's kind of like what makes those ant-man movies like kind of strong like the fact that like ant-man's this reluctant superhero who just kind of wants to be a good dad mm-hmm. um i also like his relationship with his ex-wife and uh and her husband too played by yeah. the great a bobby A
0: separated couple
1: yes um they also announced that Modoc is going to be in this movie, and apparently they showed some footage uh, that has yes. not, uh, we, well, we couldn't we find it. Yeah, anywhere we, we've been able
0: to find it yet. Um, yes.
1: So if you do find it, please feel free to post it in the MCU Beyond Infinity Facebook group or email us at MCU Beyond Infinity Podcast at gmail.com, because we would very much like to see it, because I want to know who Bill Murray's playing in this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would take Modoc, but in <laughs> the description of the portrait scene, has them getting uh, like sucked into the quantum realm and meeting Bill Murray, and him already <laughs> knowing uh, Janet. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. With Modoc being in it, I hope we get the beekeeper. So it's. That's what you told me. That's what you
1: said. Yeah. Hmm? The second, the second we mentioned Modoc, we're like, surely there must be beekeepers to yeah. that foot.
0: I mean, that, that's not a guy that can fight. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, fisticuffs, he has sexual arms. And you have to have minions.
1: Do you think that we'll get um, Guy Pierce and Extremis back? That was the last time we saw AIM, right?
0: <laughs> I I think not. I think not. Yeah, I don't Maybe. Think so either. They've Maybe. have done crazier callbacks at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, they brought back things from Iron Man 3 that people have bitched about for no good reason. Because Iron they, Man 3 is kind of the best Marvel movie, but whatever. They brought but, back know.
0: a random extra and made them Mysterio from Iron Man 1, pretty much. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Mysterio they did. team, yeah.
1: That So, Ant-Man and the Wasps Mania will be coming February of 2023. Shortly thereafter, in spring of 2023, we will be getting Secret Invasion. Uh, which will feature Don Cheadle as Rhodey and Colby Smulders, the great Colby Smulders, will be mm-hmm. back as Maria Hill in a scroll espionage mystery thing involving around Nick Fury not wearing an eye patch and having a beard.
0: Yeah, do uh, uh there was no mention of Armor Wars during this entire Comic Con either. No, you there think wasn't. That show got rolled up into. uh Into a secret invasion or uh Ironheart,
1: I think a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, and they just nixed uh, yeah, I think they just nixed Armor Wars. Well,
0: especially if uh, the Sharon Carter plotline was going to be leading to Armor Wars, and now they gotta (laughs) make her a scroll to get out of that that hole they dug,
1: (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. So now she's
0: selling the armors to the scrolls, yes,
1: and you would think after his acclaimed role, claimed <laughs> Emmy nominated role in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Don Cheadle would be sure to get his own spin-off, you know? Yeah, you
0: would think.
1: You would think. Maybe Jessica Alba is right about there not being enough diversity <laughs> in these movies.
0: <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, yeah, so
1: after Secret Invasion in May twenty twenty three, uh right around the corner, is Guardians of the Galaxy volume three which um they did show some footage of which did leak and travis and i got to see a little bit of featuring
0: nice. seconds of dude mantis it was and baby yeah. rocket
1: so yeah a mantis dancing to a flaming lip song and baby rocket looking scared
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but it also
1: and- featured uh what's his name the guy who played McCarty. the bugman yeah uh coming out dressed as the high evolutionary confirmed to be mm-hmm. in this film which is very exciting to me
0: yeah yeah i i'm gonna be high evolutionary yeah uh You what i know
1: i know I, you love generic tampering
0: <laughs> no no because like he makes dinosaur people and I, I know that i i liked the one in fucking Kenobi or whatnot but like typically dinosaurs aren't my thing and, and all. no no he also
1: makes uh he also makes like cow people
0: yes yes he does I, living uh,
1: gargoyle monsters
0: yeah i imagine it, i will like it uh i uh and it makes sense for him to be the person that gives rocket his origin as a modified yeah. uh lower life form And also also having
1: uh, Adam Warlock in this too. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. And that kind of ties all in
1: there too. 100%. I cannot be more excited for, uh, other than Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, I think this is, and Blade, this Mm -hmm. is um, one of the single installments that, oh god, I'm looking at my list and there's like two others that I'm as excited <laughs> for. One of them I don't want to talk about yet because that's how excited I want to like yeah, yeah. I'm very excited for this movie. I think James Gunn is one of the best. I love that he plays ball in these big franchise sandboxes and still makes them feel like James Gunn movies. He does a very good job at that. And he explores very deep themes well, yeah, in the about moments.
0: I imagine we're going to Be missing some guardians by the end of the the film. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, the hard stuff he's great at. Also, we got a casting for the person who's gonna be doing the voice for Cosmo the space dog,
1: yeah. The uh, I can't pronounce her name, but uh, she played
0: something or other,
1: Maria Belova, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah,
1: no, sure, no, No, Maria (laughs) Belova is a person, right. I have no fucking idea. Is it just a porn star? God damn
0: Biloba it!
1: Bolova is the the other Black Widow, or Florence Pew Pew? Yes. Uh, Lawrence Pew Pew? Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes.
1: Uh, oh no, her name is Maria balova I got it right. Check oh, that oh, out. it is
0: balova
1: Okay. Oh no, I'm thinking of a Russian public figure. She's also very pretty. <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yes, Space She's playing Cosmo the
1: Space Dog. A space dog. It's a girl from Borat who is very funny. I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I am curious to see if there's going to be
1: a one-off, but or I guess a two off now since we saw them we kind of saw them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um less exciting, but still kind of exciting. Summer of 2023. We're gonna be getting an Echo series on Disney mm-hmm. Plus. They showed the logo. It's got Vince D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox in the cast. Um, again, not something I'm interested in 100% yet, but like, prove me wrong, Marvel. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I am,
0: I want to like this show. Uh, it, it is trying to like miss Marvel where I want it to do very well because of real life reasons, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I mean, I reread those, uh, those Bendis, David Mack daredevil Mm -hmm. issues with with echo and she's fucking awesome in them um echo popped up in this god awful avengers vs (laughs) x-men vs eternals run i forgot that she's the phoenix i was going
0: to ask if she was still the phoenix she
1: is still the phoenix um which is weird but uh having echo being a deaf person and daredevil being a blind person and wilson Fisk is the bad guy like yeah show it up Show me why the he echo is missing an eye. <laughs> oh, I know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. And He's like half blind.
1: So. Oh, he's half blind. Maybe he like lost some hearing too, like in one side because the gun was so loud. No, you know what I'm be, saying.
0: Could be. They just have to attack him from that one side.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's the whole game plan. They like swarm him on the left.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: Yeah. Summer of 2023, though, we're getting Loki season two, which I am very excited for.
0: Mm-hmm. One of more tom shows. hiddleston uh yeah shitty choreography aside but...
1: <laughs> it did have space muppets which we're big fans of here
0: yes yes uh to an unreasonable degree and like, i give a space muppets and we'll probably overlook most of your your film or television shows problems
1: oh yeah the worst part of the new thor movie was definitely that guardians bit but it also featured like space owls in like mad max cars and i kind of forgive it yeah for yeah
0: like, i hated the action in it but yeah the the muppets were great
1: yeah anytime um, they showed the little muppet beak opening and screaming and i got the, up out of my seat.
0: About. Yeah,
1: yeah 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 it's the best you know um The Marvels, obviously, we knew that's been coming. It got a date of July 2023. But most excited, um, the most exciting thing, I think, for the rest of 2023, in my opinion, is uh, the Blade film that was announced for November 3rd of 2023. Mm -hmm. Uh, They didn't have any footage or they didn't have Mahershala Ali uh, up at the panel, but they did give it a proper date and a proper place in Phase 5. I mean, Mahershala mm-hmm. Ali is one of the best living actors working in Hollywood, mm-hmm. right? Like, you saw Moonlight. You didn't think you were yes. going to like that movie. And well, he's yeah, insane he's in forever. that movie.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He's in five minutes of that movie, and he smokes it and won an Academy Award that he deserved for it. You know what I mean? Yes,
0: yes. Uh It was... <sighs> I don't say disappointed that it wasn't his movie, but it was disappointing because he was so good and it
1: wasn't his movie. And then he gets killed off screen, like yeah, very yeah, undramatically.
0: Yeah. Great movie, they, nonetheless.
1: But. great movie. I uh I've been watching the Wu Tang and American saga on Hulu, um, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good show. Not great, but pretty good. Um the kid whom...
0: I know how much of a Wu Tang fan you are and now that you, <laughs> you admitted it's not great, are uh, do you have the blinders on? Are you viewing this show through rose-colored glasses to the point where it's a terrible show, and but you think it's good and you're recommending it to me? <laughs>
1: No, I think it's, like, genuinely got some, like, cool artistic flourishes, mm-hmm. and um, I was actually just pointing out how I was wearing, I got Wu-Tang Clan <laughs> dress socks, because I have, like, yeah. an office job where I have to wear a suit sometimes, so I've been wearing, like, Wu-Tang Clan cufflinks and dress socks and stuff recently, <laughs> I'm such a big Wu-Tang fan. The uh, Middle Chiron from uh, mm-hmm. from Moonlight plays, I'm all tangled up in my fucking microphone cord uh the middle tyrone plays uh the rizza in that Mm -hmm. show and he's really fucking good in it they do this interesting thing this is kind of a good selling point where they show him like making music and sampling and he'll like put on a record and everything will turn dark And he'll be behind his booth with his record player and his sampler. And you'll see the whole band from the music playing in front of him, like American Bandstand or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see him fucking with the EQs and taking the singers out and the singers will like disappear out of thin air and the trumpet players will disappear out of thin air. And all that will be left is like the bass player. He's like, all right, I like that bit. He's like, but I want two of them. So he'll like double it up and there'll be two of that guy. And then you'll see him put on like another record and everyone will be out there and then he'll mix with the uh, the tempo and they'll be matching and he'll take everyone out. But only the drummer will be left. And I was like, that's a pretty cool way of visualizing sampling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like the art form that is sampling. So while I'm a huge Wu-Tang fan, even admitting that it's a kind of good, okay show, <laughs> I still would recommend it. And The middle Chiron from Moonlight is in it. And if you're listening to this this far into the show and you haven't seen Moonlight, please go see that movie. It's really fucking good. And it's on Netflix, so it's, like, very accessible. Are you worried about Blade being PG-13? That's something I think is very silly that people are worried about. Uh, I
0: don't know. Uh, Maybe a little. Maybe a little. Uh, Yeah, I don't... (laughs) I don't know, I guess some of the violence, yeah, I was thinking of what was the, the cause for the, the previous play comes to be R-rated, and I was, violence. Thinking, of, I was thinking of the sure yet but
1: it's wild, those movies are super violent, and that's kind of what I'm thinking, is like, everyone's like, that's not who Blade is, Blade isn't PG-13, and I'm like, are you sure Blade's not PG thirteen and Wesley not,
0: Snipes' uh, Blade was Wesley Snipes'
1: Blade, which is like its own thing. Like, yeah,
0: it, that's not. Yeah, it's not the comic.
1: That's not the comics. That is like a late '90s New Line Cinema movie where like mm-hmm. the sky is all CGI and it's raining blood and everyone looks like they walked out of like a, a miniature Very cool movie, but yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Very cool, <laughs> very cool. And I gotta revisit the second one. I know Del Toro made it, and it's one of those movies that I always say like that and mimic. Um, or two movies where I was like, forgot Del Toro like made some trash before he was like thought of as like this
2: cinematic yeah, yeah. tour. You knew, uh, I, I don't, I
0: don't know if he directed mimic too. but during one of the mimic movies, his father was kidnapped and he had to Whoa. go and negotiate that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know
1: Tom Sizemore is in mimic and I'm a huge Tom Sizemore fan. So I got to revisit it. And, uh, Mira Sorvino, daughter of the great Paul Sorvino, is also in it. So got to go revisit it. I know Harvey Weinstein ruined her career, so (laughs) she hasn't (laughs) been around for a little while. Um, One of my least anticipated shows is Ironheart, though. That's coming fall of 2023.
0: Maybe Black Um, Panther will make you a little bit more excited
1: for the character. Dude, we'll talk about the Black Panther news towards the end.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: and let's save it for that because... There's mm-hmm. some Ironheart stuff there that makes me think like, oh, maybe I'm going to be excited of uh, about this. Um, and then the Christmas winter of 2023 slash 2024, we're getting Agatha Coven of Chaos.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, is that how um, it's pronounced, Travis? It is not. Unless you <laughs> we're in the movie, American movie, the uh, documentary on Coven. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That should be our our metal band name, Coven of Chaos.
0: I'm sure someone's taking. it. Oh well, no, no, not Coven of Chaos. Yeah, yeah. Coven
1: of Chaos. That is, we'll yeah. put those two dots at the top, like Uber, so everyone knows it's like not Coven, it's Coven. Uh,
0: but yes, uh, name change from House of Hardness, which probably a better name here. Uh, sure. Uh, Chaos magic. Yeah. I guess I may be breaking out of uh, her stasis. <laughs>
1: She's a witch, so maybe she's got a coven?
0: Yeah, you would think. You would think.
1: I'm down for an Agatha show. She was a standout of WandaVision, which is kind of the... It's funny, like, Phase 4 started at the highest highs it could possibly have started at. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And she's definitely a highlight of it. Um,
0: Yeah, Catherine Hartman was great. Uh, I have seen, like, uh, Charles Murphy of Murphy's Multiverse was complaining about this show in particular because... I guess its fans that are already fucking weird about it, apparently, and he's not looking uh. forward to uh, how much weirder they're going to get by the time we he get there.
2: Ugh.
1: <laughs> and now, perhaps the biggest news that got me the most excited of anything announced spring of 2024 coming to Disney Plus. 18 episode series titled daredevil born again baby starring charlie (laughs) cox and vincent d'onofrio which is fucking insane i've been expecting charlie cox to return i've been expecting vincent d'onofrio to return we saw Mm. him earlier on in the night in the she hulk trailer we heard that he's going to be in spider-man uh freshman year We know he's going to be a part of Echo. I did not expect them to literally name drop one of the greatest comic books of all time and say we are just fucking doing it.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you think this will be MA?
1: I hope so. Do Uh, you you think... Fucking
0: what if gets the MA rating and...
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah, surely, surely. uh, I'm very excited to see them explain at the very beginning of the show. Whether those other shows are indicating, and still,
1: I'm, I'm sure that's going to happen. I'm sure
0: shushing you right now. <laughs> yeah, they're never they should... going to tell us. So it's like, where's Captain America? I don't think about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, like that's not how time travel works for the whole. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I think they uh, should cut the bullshit and just call it Daredevil Catholic Guilt, but I'm still. <laughs>
0: <laughs> More to get us a nice secondary title,
1: yeah. Yeah, and and back-to-back back with 18 episodes, the next cinematic outing for the Marvel Cinematic Universe in theaters May of 2024, back-to-back back, Captain America New World Order. I'm stoked on that, dude. I'm stoked Wait, on... Wait, are you saying it's back-to-back back on that? Back-to-back, back we're getting... Daredevil, oh, oh Daredevil, and Cap-
0: yes, yes. I uh, for a second there, I thought there was a second Captain America movie. No, that no. Going to no I just, I, I just <laughs> love
1: like like. Let's take a backseat from all like the crazy nonsense and do <laughs> Daredevil, Born Again, Captain America: New World Order, and then July twenty sixth of twenty twenty four, Thunderbolts. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm hoping that this fucking next Captain America movie is great. Uh, kind of stiff competition in that series in particular. Uh, yes. I must say it is probably the most solid trilogy, uh, or the most solid series out of our trilogies.
1: (laughs) Other than Ant Man, kind of.
0: Well, yes, yes.
1: Uh, yeah, and then wrapping it up with Thunderbolts. Um, that summer, that's going to be the end of Phase Five. So, altogether, we get 12 installments total Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania coming February of 2023, Secret Invasion, Spring of 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, May of 2023, Echo, Summer of 2023, Loki Season 2, Summer of 2023, The Marvels, July of 2023, Blade, November, Ironheart in the fall, Agatha coven of chaos winter of 2023 slash 2024 daredevil born again 18 fucking episodes Starling charlie cox spring of 2024 captain america new world order and then wrapping up phase four with the thunderbolts july 2026 of that year but we won't oh, yeah. have to wait long for phase six to begin
0: no no you're fantastic for but before we get there, I have to ask. Okay. Were you expecting them to announce Thunderbolts before they announce Young Avengers? Which they still have not done. I feel like more of the groundwork's been done for Young Avengers is the reason I asked.
1: Yeah, but like at the same time, like we're getting the She-Hulk show. More of the groundwork's been done for Young Avengers, yes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we've gotten post-credit stingers in giant blockbuster movies setting up the Thunderbolts, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Like we we had a horny Juliet Louise Dreyfus show up <laughs> at the end of fucking uh, Black, Black Widow, yes. as well as um.
0: We have enough w- of a team, I suppose. Uh, yeah, they will just have to introduce Songbird when we get there. Then.
1: Yeah, well, well, we'll hopefully we'll get Baron Zemo back with the purple sock on his face.
0: Even fucking better, more one scene. The fucking nerve of them. <laughs>
1: I got, like, the Brundle fly flying around in my room right now, dude. I feel like Jeff Goldblum is going to start yelling, help me. He's landed on my computer screen, and it's, like... The bugs I'm not are sc-
0: crazy this year. We've been getting crickets in our, our house this year, like... In the house? Giant one? Yes, hopping around on top of a bookcase, I think. No.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to deal with it here in a bit.
1: We get, like, giant bugs where I live. I live in a town called Bellport, New York, and, like... um we're kind of like central long island so we're like some people who live like closer to the city would like consider where i am like the boonies but like Mm -hmm. it gets like even more like sticks like it's all farmland out east of me but i'm kind of like right before it all kind of turns into that and i don't have to like commute into the city like i can like work from home i have an office out here so it's like not that bad and also like i kind of like living on the south shore because like i'm a jamoke who likes billy joel and boats and shit like that you know what mm-hmm. i mean i like being out here um but because we're so close to like the farmland we're kind of in this weird in between where it's like this heavily populated suburban kind of area but we have like a lot of like wild turkey and deer and like giant bugs um where like my town is literally run by wild turkey stravis like <laughs> I'll walk out in the middle of the day, and there will just be like forty turkey, like just saying, "like fuck you, you're not going anywhere." Like we we own this driveway now. Never yeah, as far I don't
0: understand.
1: Uh, here's the fun part about them they're so stupid that when it rains if there's mud they'll stick their heads inside of the mud to cool themselves off and end up drowning themselves and i've often had to i swear to god and i've had to go out into my yard with a shovel and like pick up there's the bug on the camera uh
0: yes yes it is literally on the camera Um, uh, we should be live streaming
1: (laughs) yeah we should be because that was insane you
0: couldn't have uh I told you I got bundle
1: fly in here, dude. Jeff Goldblum's going to start like seducing me by uh, arm wrestling, like uh, some, some bigger man at a bar. Um, Yeah. That was insane. Yeah. The fuck the Turkey. I've had to pick up dead turkeys that have like literally drowned because they have their fucking head stuck in the, in the mud in the middle of the, the spring. Yeah. They're very stupid animals. So phase five comes to a close with Thunderbolts in July of 2024. And phase six was something I was not expecting them to do anything for at this panel. And these are kind of like the giant drops of the night. These are like the Kevin Feige should have come out to that Eminem song, Lose It. You know what I mean? At this point, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. It's
0: kind
1: of crazy. Like phase
0: four is the first phase without any Avengers uh, films. And then phase five. Again, no Avengers, uh, and no Avengers. Phase six—they're making up for it with two in a single year. But before that, we, we get, get a
1: fucking Fantastic Four movie in November. Hopefully of 2024.
0: done right. I uh, hopefully <laughs> done right. I uh God, this is a, saga is very Kang heavy, and I'm kind of hoping they leave Doom. Out of the first Fantastic Four movie or just sure. in the background?
1: Introduce I, him as a member of the team almost at that point.
0: yeah, He needs to know. Like, Reed. don't do the turn. Yeah, yeah, he needs to know Reed. Yeah, yeah. Have him for the Secret Wars movie they're doing in 2025. Have Kang be the God Emperor Doom figure of the movie. Mm-hmm. Have Doom be uh, angry at Reed's incompetence for allowing such a thing to get this bad.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Uh, I don't know. I uh, have I don't Sue want kind of flirting.
1: Have, have Sue kind of flirting with Doom and Name War. You know what yeah, I mean?
0: Yeah. I, I just want Doom to be around for a very long time, and I don't want him to peak uh, that early. But I can see rewards. <laughs>
1: no, we we call this edging. Um, <laughs> so
0: I think that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Here's 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 what here's, here's the fucking game plan for Phase 6. There's going to be 11 projects in total. It's going to start with the Fantastic Four on November 8th of 2024. I had thought that Phase 4 was going to end with the Fantastic Four. Say, That's what everyone thought. They
0: don't thought. give a single shit about fucking what movie the phase ends on. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: well, time <laughs> like, will like, tell. Time will tell. Fantastic Thinking
0: Four on board, ending phase four would have made so much sense yeah as far as branding
1: (laughs) as far as branding yes but that's also like the bad boys for life problem where that was the third movie which we talked a lot about recently on the show and i can continue to go on lengths about but i'm not going to because you know it's getting late and we're not Mm -hmm. here to talk about michael bay unless he gets chosen for the thunderbolts which would probably be a pretty good choice um (laughs) i think ending phase five on like three very street level things is fucking gangster though like doing daredevil (laughs) captain america thunderbolts like Mm -hmm. show us the status quo of where the heroes are at right here right now show us the status quo of the political turmoil on earth Right here and right now. Then give us the Fantastic Four. Let it take a backseat. And then in May 2025, we are going to get the fifth Avengers movie proper titled Avengers The Kang Dynasty. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: With a very boring logo that has hints of green and purple in it, which makes me pretty happy. Uh But that's not the only Avengers movie we will be getting in 2025. In November... November 7th, to be exact, of November 2025. They're doing it. They're making Avengers Secret Wars. I don't know what this means. The implications <laughs> of what Secret Wars can be is so many things right now. Mm-hmm. Um, is it going to be or are, are we literally going to get a disco looking dude
2: talking the heroes so. up? to.
1: Okay, I don't think so either. But I it think could it's be. going to be mainly
0: the Hitman. Secret wars with the uh, universes colliding with one another. I don't think they'll take our heroes to being uh, complete sociopaths. A bit with having to wipe out entire universes, entire realities. That's how you
1: introduce Reed Richards. Like, oh, we really need a guy to commit genocide on a multiversal scale. Who can it be? And it's like, like it's always sunny music comes on and like Reed pops up.
0: No, you even have other characters there that can make that hard decision,
1: <laughs> like the Thunderbolts.
0: Uh, I was thinking, of Namor, <laughs> and, oh, and yeah, yeah, just like, yeah, and
1: Angela Bassett,
0: hmm? and Doom, yeah. maybe. No, if and he's yeah. gonna be around, having him be willing to uh, annihilate rallies wouldn't be a bad idea either,
1: yeah. Um, in between all of this, so we get the Fantastic Four. November of 2024, something that we've known has been announced for some time that we all thought was going to be the end of this phase, but apparently it's the beginning of the sixth phase, which is a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, We're also going to get, there's two slots that they have untitled projects for in 2024, in the fall, two in the winter, one in the spring of 2025, around the same time as the Kang Dynasty. And then two in the summer of 2025 before Avengers Secret Wars. Altogether, 11 projects in. This fly is driving me fucking crazy. In phase six, 11 projects total with three announcements, and it's mm-hmm. three major fucking bomb drops. Like.
2: Yeah. How
1: do so, you feel about Secret Wars? Like. I, I, I know we love the comic book that Hickman did. The the original. Yeah, yeah. Um, the lead
0: up to Secret Wars is amazing. I kind of like secret orders but i hated what it did to the rest of the line of marvel titles where pretty much everyone every single storyline we're reading had to end abruptly kind of and then start fresh uh, with new number ones and it's yeah uh it's fucking bummer right yeah. me, they're not going to do that. But it's, it's not relatable uh I also didn't like the story story and uh, the battle. World.
1: <laughs> you didn't like the shang Chi Land or whatever it was, too.
0: I didn't catch any of that. I don't guess, but yeah, there uh, was like a
1: karate fighting zone, and guess where it was, Travis, on the Battle World.
0: Uh, it's yeah. where China
1: was. Yeah, yeah. yeah imagine
0: that. Imagine that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Granted, this may not be anything like the comic. It may just be like an in name only. I think it's just gonna be the to massive a single another universe from colliding with ours. That way there's no need to annihilate other realities. Just to stop the one.
1: Or the Fox universe collides with
0: Oh the... yeah, yeah. To get mutants. And that could be the next part nostalgia, I guess.
1: Yes. So they officially dubbed phases four five and six much like they dubbed phases one through three the infinity saga they have called this officially branded merchandising 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 (laughs) this is officially branded as the multiverse saga so they can release a box set that says marvel cinematic universe phase four part one multiverse saga Mm -hmm. um We knew it was leading to something along these lines, but yeah,
0: there've been enough teases, uh, but never know a hundred percent until it's set in stone.
1: Yeah. And I think we'll learn a little bit more about the nuances, obviously over the years, but we know Marvel is going to be at D23, the big Disney uh, convention in a mere four weeks, five weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd imagine we'll get some Fantastic Four news there. Maybe that's where we're going to get the Ant Man trailer, things along those lines, the Marvels as well. They wrapped up the evening on a rather bittersweet note. Well,
0: so. before we get there, do you want to speculate on what some of the uh, the secret projects are? Namor. Are we we're going to get a movie or a TV series of
1: that? I hope oh, yeah. so. I like Namor.
0: I do too, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I thought. It might be a complicated rights issue like with
1: Home. Oh with Universal? Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. Where they I bet do at this like stuff. a
0: solo. Uh, I don't know. What do you th-
1: what do you think it's gonna be? Do you have any speculation?
0: Well, we know that Nova is supposed mm. to be coming, I mean, that was reported by like deadline and that's as reputable as it gets pretty much as far as mm-hmm. rumor mongers. <laughs> uh and maybe then, some uh,
1: sort of uh Horror related midnight suns thing, you know what I mean?
0: Maybe, maybe. Shang Chi too. There's a Shang Chi too. There's a a Shang Chi spin-off with his sister and uh, mm-hmm. the Ten Rings. So there's no telling there. And then what about
1: the Returnals? aka the Eternals too?
0: That's not. That's just not. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's no mutant properties. I know we just talked about maybe that'll be the next saga, but we already had Kamala. Um, Deadpool, yeah, Rob Liefeld really wants <laughs> Deadpool 3 to hurry
1: up. Yeah, well, Rob Liefeld makes money off of Deadpool because somehow him and yeah. McFarlane like own the rights to Deadpool and Venom for multimedia franchises. So, like if they uh, ever make a movie with Venom or Deadpool, like somehow they get the money, but they don't for comic book sales unless they're actively writing them. <laughs> I like Rob Liefeld. Um, he drew an Avengers comic this week that I picked up, and I liked it. And I, oh, okay. and I will say, okay. I like Rob. I like Rob Liefeld. I know he gets a lot of slack, but I've started to relax a little bit on that stuff and kind of just embrace the chaos. Enjoy you it know? for
0: what it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we know yeah. exactly what it is. Have you seen Alex
0: Rush's uh, drawings of, uh, or painting of experts, by the way?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Uh, it's kind of amazing to see someone that talented draw characters who are so insane looking kind of <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> uh yeah, anatomy beat him he did a good job but that's fucking can given
1: huh? and i mean i i wonder um like i'm i'm googling like potential mcu characters like let's see I
2: told
1: like you. what
0: dark Vo- hawk uh, and sleepwalker are fucking
1: <laughs> i know i really want um moon dragon a lot you know what I mean? I really want a Beta Ray Bill a lot. Yeah, I, I really know. want... I that want a Captain Britain sure. quite a bit. Uh, it feels like Nova.
0: We didn't get a... Uh, not World of Wakanda, but the... Uh, I thought there was a, like, a Dora Milaje show that was supposed to be in the works, too. That, yeah, yeah.
1: There's like a World of Wakanda show or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's... Black Panther is Wakanda forever, and then
1: yeah. What about doing a uh, MCU Disney Plus Heroes for Hire and just making it Jessica Jones and Luke Cage instead of fucking Iron Fist and Luke Cage?
0: Uh, It would be like fitting to me. You
1: are crazy. Those were two of the best properties. Marvel properties put up.
0: Jessica Jones should stay a more mature title, and Heroes for Hire, I you. If anything Misty Night would need to be in it
1: <laughs> for me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ah! I almost got the fucking bug. Um What <laughs> yeah, about Angela solo mean...
0: series? Hmm? What yeah,
1: about I'm Angela so... solo series?
0: Well we have to meet Angela first, so.
1: Okay. <laughs> what about Leapfrog?
0: No, yeah, no. from not, from not. Uh, what
1: about Stiltman?
0: Of course we need Stiltman. I mean, if Howled they can't out. give us an M.A. Daredevil,
1: they can give us a Stiltman, uh, A gritty, grounded uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stilt well, man.
0: Well, Wonder Man. you give us mature, you can give us goofy. Thanks.
1: Simon Williams, Wonder Man. been heavily rumored, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sure is. It
1: sure is. Yeah, that's one that I'm... That I'm thinking, too. Um, Hulkling and, the and Young Wiccan, Avengers. Young yes. Avengers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, It's gotta be one
0: of these fucking things.
1: Yeah. Hopefully a man thing will pop up eventually, too. <laughs> I
0: would imagine. Maybe a, sh-
1: a Shi'ar spin-off
0: hmm? I don't know Dark about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As many as there are of the Shi'ar, I don't know that any of those you really carry a show quite like the Eternals. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So the, the evening wrapped up on a very bittersweet moment with the, uh, black Panther Wakanda forever panel. Um, they came out to like traditional African, uh, tribal music and they Mm -hmm. had like drummers and like a musical performance and all sorts of, it looked fucking awesome. Uh, the cast and crew came up there. Ryan Coogler had a very heartfelt speech about what it was like being at Hall H, because the last time he was there, he was standing next to Chadwick Boseman as they announced him for Civil War and announced the Black Panther movie. At the same time, they announced the ill-fated Inhumans movie. I'll never forget that <laughs> night. Um, <laughs> um, And then we got our first look at Black Panther panther wakanda forever and marvel put it up on the internet right away for us to actually watch so the world has seen it by the time that this has been released i did not know what this movie was going to be about i still don't know what this movie is going to be about but holy shit was this trailer intriguing and amazing
0: yes yeah yeah. um, so much of it is fucking angela bassett uh, as queen ramonda i i think of All the '90s fan casting of her storm and uh, storm being the queen of Wakanda at one point, and then we're kind of getting it. We're not getting it. (laughs) Uh, Angela Bassett, and she's Uh, such a good actress. And yeah, yeah, go ahead. She's so
1: fucking commanding. That's like all I was gonna say. Like she holds so much power. Oh my god. Yeah. On top of being like this amazing actress and like one of the most beautiful women who's like ever lived, mm-hmm. she also has what you said, this like regal bearing to her, this like commanding presence. Where like when she is speaking, you are fucking listening, and when you fill this trailer with just like imagery after imagery after of imagery, her like
0: morning and childbirth oh. and all kinds of yeah yeah yeah.
1: Yeah, like life and death, and mm-hmm. uh, we get so much more Atlantis than I thought we were going to get. Um, In this first
0: trailer, yeah. I thought we'd get, like, one quick shot of Namor. <laughs> well, we, we got like, a, some even backstory with him. Looked like
1: yeah.
0: A bit of his origin. Uh,
1: yeah, like, I was not expecting this film to be the Wakandans versus the Atlanteans. I was expecting Atlantis to be there. Maybe one of the Atlanteans mm-hmm. was the villain. I did not think it was going to be like war has broken out between Wakanda and Atlantis and the world is, is just watching and they're like sitting back. That's what it appears to be. It appears like T'Challa has passed away since we've last seen any of the Wakandans. Mm-hmm no one knows who's in charge um the atlanteans have attacked for some reason or another possibly justifiable reasons um, yeah yeah
0: there's there's a bit more like uh angela bassett's character uh, talks about uh, oh god i forget what she says but how much more should she have to give or something along those lines and so it seems like there's a dispute between these two societies and she's not willing to give anymore. And Namor is a bit of an asshole. (laughs) Yes.
1: But possibly with justifiable reasons, too. You don't know
0: yet. He cares about his people over himself. And I like who they've gotten to play him. Like, just the one-shot we see of his face. That's as good as Namor could in live action. He looks very fucking serious. I hope they don't have him cracking jokes. I, uh yeah yeah and he even has some eyebrows on him
1: <laughs> hell yeah he does man yeah. and there is a scene of him floating down underwater onto a crown made of shark bones and I am just
2: yes.
0: the, applauding the, in my uh, living room. the fucking headdress looks so fucking cool
1: it looks so fucking cool all the underwater stuff looks so fucking cool if you listen to
0: like a Mayan civilization makes a lot of sense uh i also was reading on about bill edward how he didn't want namor to be the king of atlantis he wanted it to be some other civilization and i've been re-reading uh uh, some of the early silver Age submariner stuff and it's it just makes a lot of sense sure
1: yeah it's a logical decision and um holy shit it looks so good and i I was saying if if you've listened to this podcast in the past you probably know that i'm a big fan of mr james cameron's work and (laughs) oh boy does this movie look like a jimmy c joint between the scenes of them like doing like underwater treasure dives on like Mm -hmm. a giant off-sea barge thing that looks straight out of titanic and the abyss and Helicopters flying that look straight out of Avatar or Terminator 2, and then shots of people like holding onto whales like a fucking battleship at one point. Um, it, it's mesmerizing stuff, it's heartfelt stuff. They used a cover of Bob Marley's No Woman, No Cry, mashed up with Kendrick Lamar's All Right. Um, Kendrick Lamar obviously being. Uh, probably the best working artist in hip hop right now and also one of the most popular guy won a fucking Pulitzer Prize, which mm-hmm. is like insane. Uh, but he also held such a huge part of the Black Panther phenomenon, because on top of getting this massive film, we also got the Black Panther soundtrack which was Mm -hmm. essentially the new Kendrick album. And it was the number one selling album, you know, number one movie in the world, number one selling album in the world. Um, It's like, you know, you hear that phrase like for the culture all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And Kugler's doing it, dude. You know, it's it. I haven't seen an MCU trailer that got me excited like this in a very fucking long time. Very oh, yeah. fucking long time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I kind of agree. It looks like a more serious affair than the last few and I'm kind of ready for that. Uh
1: an action packed on top of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. That and you know I I kind of love Namor, he's such a, a fucking prick I know you do. at times and I know you do. And he's unpredictable too. So that's uh yeah. He's got
1: skin-tight green board shorts on in this film, my friend.
0: I have so many questions. Of, <laughs> uh, I hope they answer some of them. Like I, I, they show a bit of his origin. I'm curious to know how old he is. I, I want to know if how possible a uh, prequel series with him in World War II is. <laughs> I, I would like the Invaders, even if we don't have Cap. Uh, of
1: course, I mean you and I are huge fans of pulpy nonsense yes, and the if invaders. Is got the-,
0: the guy uh, Joe Johnson, or whatever his name is, that did yep. the, the first Avenger. If they got him back to do a fucking name or, or invaders thing, Second World War II, I would love that.
1: Bro, if you got the guy who played um, Tony Stark's dad. To Mm. come back, and he was the guy who created the original Human Torch, and you just got Paul Bettany to play the Human Torch, like the the original Human Human Torch.
0: Torch. The original Human Torch Android is at the Stark World Fair in the first. uh, See, it's not even a retcon
1: then. It's not even a retcon then.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's there, it's there. Uh,
1: But you could get Paul Bettany to be him too, kind of. You know what I mean? Oh
0: well, yeah, getting fucking Paul Bettany all the (laughs) paydays.
1: All the paydays. I just rewatched uh, Master and Commander, mm-hmm. and Paul Bettany is so good in that
0: movie. I was like, God! Remember
1: when Paul Bettany wasn't wearing goop all over his face and could actually act? Um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That uh, was the best. So, who do you think? I guess
2: there's a lot to talk about in
0: this, but there is. Oh, uh, well, before we, we uh, yes, so before about we maybe a traitor, door of Miloj. Oh, I thought you meant.
1: I thought you meant who is gonna pl- be the new Black Panther? Okay, yeah, let's go. I like was going
0: the- there, but yeah, yeah, I wanted to touch on the Dora just a little bit, but uh, I
1: don't know who the traitor in the Dora Milaje is going to be. Well, there's I-
0: there's a shot of one in purple and against a whole squad of them. So curious you know, if that's one of our spin-off characters for the uh, the world of Wakanda show
1: sure and and there's a shot the the trailer opens on a shot of a actress who we've never seen before like sulking looking at like some ocean like on a beach where she's also got like a green um like kind of top on so Mm -hmm. it's like has this person gone from wakanda to the atlanteans
0: yeah yeah i was wondering the same thing there uh (laughs)
1: The clip of fucking uh, Shuri like dapping up with fucking Riri Williams kind of got me excited for Ironheart. I know when <laughs> I said we'll touch on it, and like <laughs> Ironheart hammering her armor and and busting out with the uh, motorcycle, I was like, okay, I kind of see it here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say before the the trailer ends on a shot. Uh, from behind of someone in a Black Panther suit whipping their claws out and it, and it fades to black and does the title cards. And we don't get to see who the new Black Panther is. And before the show started, you and I were doing some speculation and I was Google imaging <laughs> uh, the various actors and actresses with butt at the end and looking at the Google image search to see is that Limpi Delongo's butt? It's not Winston Dukes, we know that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's way too slim, though so he does seem to have powers in this, and which is interesting <laughs> because they burned all the old heart-shaped herbs in the first movie because they would never need a new Black Panther, would they? <laughs> they,
2: burned they burned all the that, heart-shaped they, herbs they, that you know of. <laughs>
0: that's what I was going to say. It's the easiest retcon in the world to retcon, mm-hmm. but... Yeah.
1: That's why Shuri <laughs> called her number one student from the uh new Wakanda Institute seen. of Technology. Yeah. yeah. Or to to, to genetically oh, yeah. modify the uh the heart shaped or based on the blood that they extracted from T'Challa before he passed away or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe they got the blood from Killmonger, you know, and they they were um reverse engineering it from from his DNA. Yeah. Right?
2: yeah.
0: yeah, we could yeah. Write There's comic any books. number of things they can do <laughs> to get it back in there and I, uh, I'm curious to see who this new Black Panther is, um, uh, and, uh, how the action scenes look. I mean, we got... Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: With the exception of the final act of, uh, T'Challa and uh, and Killmonger fighting in the CGI train thing. Yes, yes. Uh, I think Kugler does an amazing job with action, especially that, um that scene and it was a Tokyo where do they go in that film
0: uh I think it's Korea yeah yeah it is Korea and, or, yeah and South Korea further
1: yeah when they're in the uh that like casino with claw I think that fight mm-hmm. scene is is amazing and I love the way uh the women in that scene particularly like use like their environment to their advantage like they take the mm-hmm. wig off and the heels off and they use them as weapons and projectiles and things like that i think it's a really interesting shot scene also the way that guy has filmed um the creed uh, the the movie mm-hmm. creed sound like an old person you know you the way you made the creed uh <laughs> the, the, the boxing sequences in creed were some of the most original fight choreography i've seen in a very long time uh usually we start off or before we start recording with like did you watch anything good this week this week i did watch raging bull i watched it this morning around like 5 a.m because i woke up early <laughs> uh watched a really depressing movie took a nap woke up again at 11 bought some comics and now i'm here um because <clears throat> i'm an adult and uh, and again, like Raging Bull is one of those movies where, like, wow, the fight scenes are so interesting in this. And and Creed again, it's like, how can you top Rocky? How can you top Raging Bull? That movie put the camera right there in the ring and Kugler and did some really interesting things with the cinematography. And while you you and I kinda get our Marvel's case with the wonky CGI stuff, mm-hmm. I do think he's a good um blocker and very good choreography in, in the majority of his work outside of that final set piece in in Black Panther. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's some good action in that movie for sure. And hopefully if this one isn't rushed out we'll have some more. <laughs> And right. hopefully, it, it hopefully, right. so. yeah,
1: it looks so good. Like the, the chase sequences, like the city stuff in this looks great. The mm-hmm. underwater stuff looks amazing in this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and I really hope that they don't reveal who the Black Panther is in any of the promotional material.
0: I hope that too. I, uh, that will be disappointing if they do. I, I know, we know that Umbaku is apparently going to be enhanced, but. We don't know what the rationale there is. They're fighting the Atlanteans. Mbaku would probably get smashed by Neymar. One on one, Neymar is very strong.
1: <laughs> is he enhanced or is he just a big boy? You know what I mean? He leaps
0: 20 feet into the air. That's definitely granted. Black he's got widow. legs like
1: tree trunks.
0: He he does, but that just means he's very sturdy. <laughs> 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 I, uh, I do want to give it some credit because for some reason. Whenever uh, I was thinking of who could take the throne of Wakanda after Black Panther, I never thought of uh, Angela Bassett's character, but it seems like such a, a fucking <laughs> simple uh, choice. That, like slam dunk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It It's such a straightforward fucking thing, and it works so well, and maybe the best actress in the film, uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, Nepito is amazing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, we were talking about Jordan Peele uh, before we started and, and how I saw Nope and talking about how we really like Get Out. And we both kind of feel the same way about Us, where the first two-thirds of that movie's great and they kind of rush things. But there's no denying that, like, Us has one of the best performances of that year from Napita. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I That performance alone makes the movie worth checking out again at some
1: point for me. Yeah, 100%. Um, Update... I lit a candle uh with three wicks because I was hoping that the um the uh the light would attract the fly and it is now drowning in the wax of my candle. So, I have officially killed Brundlefly. fly. Um,
0: ah, yeah. So
1: I can well, sleep tight, you know what I mean? Um this trailer was perfect ending for the <laughs> Burning podcast. Burning a
0: creature alive
1: and a Yes. Hot liquid juice. Uh, She-Hulk will be coming soon. Also, League of Super Pets will be coming soon. So be on the lookout for a couple new episodes. We have so much Marvel Cinematic Universe in our future. It is undeniably exhausting.
0: Is, is League of Super Pets is that going to be theatrical? Or is that like HBO Max?
1: It will be theatrical, but if we can find a way for you to watch it outside of the theater, I will let you know. Because I really <laughs> want to talk about that movie with you. Well,
0: I yeah, would no, rather no, you I, go, see it, go see it in theater. I will see it in theater if need be. Because it does look very fun. I'll just have to be a fucking weirdo.
1: <laughs> You'll have to be the only <laughs> adult in a movie made for children. Yeah,
0: yeah. It uh, would be if the first you,
1: time. I- it would not be the first time. No, 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 no. If you want to check us out and continue the discussion, you can find us at the MCU Beyond Infinity Facebook page. A wonderful place where fellow Mar- blah, 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 fellow like-minded Marvelites have assembled to literally talk about any and all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, DC Comics, Image Comics, pop culture in general. You name it, we're talking about it over there. One of our moderators, past and future guests, Chance. Uh, started kind of like a mega thread for the San Diego comic-con news. I'm probably going to go on there and start hitting them up with my opinions on every single little bit of news as soon as we're done. But we wanted to get this episode out. This is so fresh from the panel, by the way, we started about 10, 15 minutes after it aired. Right. Um, So, so we haven't really had a lot of time to like get into the online discourse about what everyone else is thinking about these things. And The MCU Beyond Infinity Podcast Facebook group is a wonderful place to do so because it will probably be the most positive part of the Internet talking about it. Uh, You can also email us at MCU Beyond Infinity Podcast at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on whatever podcast provider you're listening to us on, including Spotify, which has a new rating system. If you listen to one of our episodes, then you will be able to rate us one out of five stars. If you leave a five-star rating, it really does help the podcast out tremendously. I'm excited to discuss some children's material in our near future i'm also this uh how many is it 38 total projects upcoming for you and i to discuss within the next three fucking years
0: yeah yeah these tracks. phases are just two years each now and saga is six years uh, Yes, guess that's is, the way it goes that's kind of good In theory.
1: In in theory. Let's Uh, see how it plays out. At least Wakanda Forever looks fucking amazing. mm -hmm. And we will be back next week by Odin's fade. I am John.
0: I'm Trevor.
1: And we will see you next week.